You are listening to Thursday Nights, episode 128. Red and Aurora are ahead of the group. Hugh, uh, um... Hugh's over there. Can't even... That's Brandis. Hugh Brandis and, um... There's also Hasten. Hasten. I don't even remember that. Possibly RA5. And Frida. And Frida. Uh, Those are everybody who's in there. Hasten and Frida. I think. Frida's back in the city. Are back with the... Frida did not go with you? Yeah. She's she's never left the city. Yeah. Frida's... No, Frida's still in the city. Yeah. Uh, so... Okay. No, Hasten, okay. Hugh, RA5, Brandis are all with... RA5 the, went with you? With the Illithids. RA5 may not have come with us. He's with you. Okay. He's with us. He is now. Are with the Illithids, trailing well behind Aurora and Ren, who are coming to the city first to first bring up the subject before an mm. army of Illithids appears on the horizon. How many are there roughly? I forget, like a hundred. About a hundred. How many is like the, killed fifteen of them? That's, and how many roughly are like said. already living in the city? Like how, many how big of a zero? No, no. I mean, the what's the population currently? of the city currently? How like how big of a population are we adding to the already yeah. like? I think is this like are we San doubling Francisco it? Is this like uh, a small chunk? Like, no, that would be that would be the world's largest city in in this uh, lore. I thought no, it's not. I thought it was like It's like a thousand people. Okay. Which is like one percent of San Francisco. I don't know how many people no, are in I San think Francisco. there's only like there's fifty thousand in Nevada. It doesn't have more. Fifty. I think it's according like to the sign on, Focus, on the guys. freeway. Forty-nine. Anyway, Sorry, there are about a thousand people. I think it says forty-nine-six. Okay, go. guys. There are about a thousand thousand uh, humans uh, and humanoid creatures in the city. Cool. It's like one forty-ninth of Nevada, which is large. <laughs> it's very large. <laughs> Especially in a post-apocalyptic right, right. Uh, yeah. I mean, world here. That's impressive. They're doing well. They're doing well. They're doing quite well they have because a... they're alive. And that's better than everyone else in the universe. That's 100% better. Uh, so, Aurora and Ren yes. reach mm. the shield. And after not uh, looking forward to this one. a short ordeal of going through the detection system, the, the airlock of sorts and the dogs detecting for aberrant... Uh, detecting... Aberrant pre- presence of uh, uh, of creatures aberrant. of an aberrant nature. Yeah, they're gonna have a hard time with those illithids. Uh, you guys get through. They're gonna just. All right. Um, Alus Maddock, the mayor of the Keep city, cool, as well man. as his younger son, Karis, Karis, are there. However, you like to, to greet pronounce you. it. Alus is the old one, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, he's Alus. of middle age, I guess. They are there Upper to greet you. Middle. Oh boy, okay. Alright. They're your posterity. I guess that's true. Um, Ren doesn't have a good track record with these things. Everything. Why did they send him forward with the negotiation party? I think that's every single time. Because he is charismatic. Uh, it was... <laughs> yeah, but... That's really it. It was partially because uh, Ren, of everyone who had expressed the most interest in the chaotic energy and could possibly sell it that angle to the magic users okay. of the oh, city. Right. Maybe Brennis knew you wouldn't convince them and just wanted to give you a mission that he knew you would fail. 
Well, that's kind of lame because he wanted that to succeed, right? Maybe. He just wanted to... Come on, Brandis, don't be petty. He just wanted to honor Hugh's word, so... Okay, so... A failed oh, that's right, that wasn't your main goal. That was... Same Before okay. Aurora can even open her mouth, a bright light emits from her crown. Wow. The light separates itself from the crown and grows into the form of Solace, no. the naked, long-haired woman. That's fine. Just glowing, translucent uh, woman. I didn't know she had long hair. I she really sits, before. She sits Hi, cross-legged, Solace. floating in midair, Solace. places her chin on her two palms, and then just smiles... She's, she's, she's sitting basically uh, perpendicular to Aurora and Elus, looking as if a spectator, as if someone uh, watching a show about to unfold. Thank God. I was hoping she was going to blurt everything out. And then she says, tell him, tell him. Ren says, hey, Solace, <clears throat> come here. She does not budge. She's just sitting there wide-eyed looking at Aurora. She's like a kid. Uh, okay. All right. Elus says, we need to talk. Welcome back. Uh, He looks to Solace and then looks to Aurora and says, "She's says what is what is the news? It it must be good news." Kind. Uh, We need we need to speak privately, not in out here. Please. Sparkle. They say, "Of course, let us head to the uh, let us head to our mayoral estate." Mayoral estate. Let's go there. Yes, let's. Elus leads the way, Karis following and lockstep behind him, as well as a couple. So, their entourage. However, how's everything been here? Peaceful, I hope. I say things are improving uh, since the uh, since incident. the incident. The incident. He says uh, the arrival of the angel has been a boon to the morale of the city. Good. Uh, whereas they could use a boon. The city fe- had felt betrayed when they, when their expected saviors had. That was a well, very unfortunate miscommunication. We don't need to rehash the yes. events from yes. before. They yes. felt However, betrayed that that we splattered one of our, one of our own. Blew well, up. not was, even one of no, theirs. No, it was more that their you, you know their ungrateful sons. <laughs> It was. The, they were really excited. Yeah, but don't forget that they were played up. Something. They were saying that this. A was certain someone who isn't even here this said. This ritual was going to save them. You'll definitely that be all grandest. fine. It's everything will be great. Right. You're, even your city and all your cats and everything will come along. It'll be fine. Rainbow Bridge. Anyway, uh, he says. However, I am eager to get this angel matter dealt with. He as says we, the people are, rest, are getting very rest restless to uh, to. To have this angel officially uh, put forward as their as their um, yes, there there is just a matter. What is it called patron uh, god or something? Patron god. Patron god. He says, "I can tell you, the people are willing." He says they see this Excellent. as the miracle they've been praying That's really for. Really good news. Are we there? Yeah, you've arrived. Ah, uh, okay. Um, you shut the big door behind you. It's only bef- before that matter is is wrapped up. We have a new development that requires your urgent attention. He says, so this is bad news. No. Just... He doesn't look really concerned with this. He's just trying to get... It's just complicated. It's very, very complicated. He stretches out his arms, sits down on his big chair, and gestures for you to have a seat. 
and says, All right, let's discuss it. <clears throat> he says, We have dealt with many okay. complicated matters recently. There is nothing I'm sure we can't deal with together. Yes. When was the last time you dealt with Mind Flayer? Aurora uh, chokes you... on the wine that she was drinking, sputtering a bit. <coughs> while, <clears throat> while Luce has been very calm, as is his way, Karis has uh, been staying noticeably quiet this entire time. And it is then when Aurora notices there's a look in his eyes, mm. especially as Ren begins to speak. Karis is not happy with Ren. Aurora can see it. Hmm. Ren feel? And when Ren says this, it How then becomes obvious. Karis just says, spit it out. Great. Um, Ren looks at Karis and says, I'm not what's, there. What's your help. problem? This be fun to watch. He catches himself, looking a little, uh, obviously betraying his emotions more than he had meant. Uh, Alouse puts out his hand uh, and says, another time. Indeed. And he says, please, what is the matter you bring to us today? As you know, we were on a quest for power from the gods of old, and we ran across one, and we were able to absorb her power, but... He says, that is great news. Very Does that mean you have what you need? There's a catch, though. Uh, we made an agreement, a, a sort of gentleman's agreement, an honor-bound sort of thing, uh, that we would help this god's people integrate into the only safe place in this world, which is your city. He says, you found another bastion of people? There are more alive out there? Well, he says, it has been it has been 50 years since the last uh, image. He says, uh, uh, other than yourselves, of course, which is a special case, it has been 50 years yes. since the last surviving uh, last surviving human has shown up at our gates. Um, well, they're very unique indeed. Uh, when was the last time an illithid showed up at your gates? This is um, he says the last time an illithid showed up at our gates was a week ago while you were gone. Another raiding party. Oh, when, uh, was it, when was the last time an illithid by. got through the gates? When? It says never in the history of the city. Hey, it's going to happen in about an hour. <gasps> Aurora has a tiny heart attack. I like that for spitting it out. <clears throat> it's more complicated than that. There are lots of other things going on. It's not like just regular illithids. They're free from Karis the... is scowling at yeah. Ren, and he says, You threaten us? He says, "He says, What is this that they will get through? He says, The shield has never been breached in the history of this... And he begins to no stand up. No one's talking about breaching. No one said anything about breaching. And he says, He says, No illithid in the history of City has ever managed to breach our defenses. The shield has been... Uh, has had a perfect record. And there's the catch. The word breach... Yeah, not the we're right gonna, word. We're gonna let them in. No, it's comp- remember when I said there were that there were the people of this god needed. Okay, Karis looks to Elus and he says, "These people declare war on us." Nope, nope, incorrect. Ren just has a way of speaking that is easily misunderstood. He says, "You must understand these things that you are saying." And Our- he kind of looks to Aurora and. Says the things Trust that he's me. saying. Trust me, I do. Do sound like threats. There aren't. It's just complicated. These special and unique individuals 
are not evil. They are not- they have no intention of harming you. They are illithids, though. With all due respect, <laughs> Karis says, this time standing up, pushing his seat back, and this time really the tried. look in Elusa's face is he is too stunned to hold his son back. Have you gone completely mad? He says, you want to take the one thing we've managed to keep out of our city for how long has it been? Lots of 200 years. years. A gajillion years. One gajillion. Was it only 200? Yeah, 200 years. For 200 years and invite it in for tea? I don't think I'm sorry, but your power doesn't seem to translate into wisdom on this matter. Do you have any idea the kind of chaos and panic such a thing would would invite? He says, and that's disregarding for the fact that they would kill us all when given the chance. That's... That's exactly the reaction I expected. I understand your extreme misgivings. That's why we've come to talk to you about this. Before the horizon is blackened with the shadows of 85 illithids. Just 85. Kara says, 85 of those monster... And then Maddox, Mayor Maddox, finally puts Mm, his hand out. I'm not helping, am I? Touches his son's shoulder very softly. In a placating And his son stops speaking. But he does not, uh, he does not sit back down. He is pacing back and forth on the side of the table, but keeping quiet. Well he says, done, forgive my son's harsh words, Coral, but he does make a valid point. What are we to do when you are gone and we are left with a caravan of illithids on our doorstep? You are asking us to take on a terrible burden, and frankly, I am shocked you thought we would consider it. Hmm. But I am not rash in my decisions, he says. It is a... Uh, he says it is a quality that has made me uh, that, that has made me capable of running the city. Yeah. So tell me why. What gain is possibly worth such a risk? He says, assuming for a moment, and this is difficult to do, that these <clears throat> illithids uh, that you are speaking of, that you claim to be marching here yourselves, are... Truly, not evil, which is unheard of, but I will entertain the possibility. What game is worth such a risk? This is is the point at which you would speak. Just in future reference. Ren put his fingers together and taps them. Is the are the clerics in the? No, No, you guys ask for privacy. They don't have any of like the head cleric there. No, you asked for privacy. You asked for someone else in here? Nope. Oh, it's okay. Nope. We did not ask for that. We could ask says, for that if you want someone. Yeah, they're always on standby. Ren says, Your clerics have oh. a reasonable understanding and mastery over the arcane energy that is here within the bubble. I'm sure you're aware of that. It is what keeps the bubble alive. He says, That is how I understand it. He says, I wouldn't presume to speak for them. These illithid, these mind flayers, have an unbelievable understanding of the aberrant energy that is so abundant outside of the bubble. Mm-hmm. He says that is what makes them so dangerous. He says 
their uh, the potential power they have to wield, or so my uh, or so my wizards tell me, is uh, would far outmatch the piddly amount of uh, arcane energy we have left to draw upon. Wouldn't it behoove That's you? Exactly good. Wouldn't it behoove the city to be able to draw upon that aberrant energy as well? Safely, my night. For these creatures, people are. Think of them not, as people. Yep, they're people. They're not people. Elephants are people too. <laughs> Listen, they these beings. I guess that's better than creatures. These monsters. Intelligent. These beasts. These tentacled freaks. Savages. Uh, <laughs> are remarkably, um, at least from what we can tell, and we can tell quite a bit, uh, they they are refined. They are... Civilized. Civilized. Even. They are very apologetic and ashamed of the ways of their... They don't even call them brothers anymore, for they are still um, lost, lost the to the uh, to the control of the... Abbey darkness. Yeah. But these these ones know... these They know how to harness this energy and they can teach us. They wish Such only... Such benefits. For the same freedom. There, there is no downside here. If they freak out and kill some people, there's like a thousand of you, and you could kill them right back. But you could learn. Especially, why would we invite such a risk? Because you could understand all of the aberrant energy. May I? We need to have the clerics in here because they would understand the magnitude of this. May. Ren Ren turns and looks at one of the servants and says, "We need the head cleric in here right now." There's no servants in here. It's just Ren pokes his head out the door and says, "Hey, go get the head head cleric." cleric." Okay. The head cleric or, the, or his wizard? The head cleric's wizard. The head, the head magic guy. And the wizard. Well, the, the head cleric. Oh, no, the cleric's not the guy that's They're talk a to sort of a this. different faction, almost in competition. Do the wizard. With the, the, wizard. the wizard's one. The, yeah. the, the, wizard, the mayor's the wizard, wizard is a completely yes. different guy. There we go. All right. The mayor's wizard. If I may, on that point, Ren. What we're off. A few minutes later, the wizard Sorry. comes in. What these people, what these beings are offering is much more than just the magic that they wield. It's the idea that there is there is hope beyond simple subsistence for your people. You know as well as I that the, the dependence on this magical weave is it's a fading thing. Eventually, how will your people survive without magic? They've managed so far, but when the time comes and the magic is no more, I'm not saying you won't be able to, but you won't be able to at this level. There will be. Alu says, "What of, what of the angel? What of our? Uh, what of that? Is that no longer an option on the table? Hasn't he promised to be able to? What is uh, it? He's promised. Shield. He promised you the shield. shield. Yes, but you depend on magic for so much more the than just that. The wizard has shown up. The wizard says, "Mayor," says. As I understand it, powering the shield is perhaps all he can promise us. The ability, he says, the weave will still run out eventually. And when it does, we will no longer have access to the power that we wield. Yeah, says, but you would have we to... We are still on a five-year timer. Go with that. Go with that. But you would have Follow to be that. subjugated to this angel and to this god. Look at, da, 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 da. Wouldn't you rather be free and powered of your you own can... 
and, and, and maintain both. it on Ren. your own power. Ren, they so can have both. What, are, what are you arguing now? I'm, what are you? What is Ren arguing? Maybe for if you? they understand Ren the aberrant want energy, them to use the angel at all. Just, just. I'm just saying. Drop the angel. I'm just saying. This is the first you've hinted that uh, to not take the angel's plan. So is that what we're? I'm just saying that maybe. It's an additional safety net. Let's put exactly. it that way. It's Maybe. an additional safety net so that you don't have to depend on just one beam. You're gaining another tool to to possibly keep your shield going and not have to rely so heavily on someone else. I'm not saying and it's not a feet. risk. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that the possibility of doing more with your society than just barely scraping by, which you have to admit is what's happening here. You could do so much more if you just opened your mind to this idea. That was a really bad choice of words. (sighs) (laughs) And believed in the possibility of doing something more with the environment you have. Isn't that the very nature of this society? Karis speaks up for the first time he says, and I suppose that comes with a guarantee, does it? He says, we could lose everything. He says, it's a gamble. What we have here is good. It works. Why is it worth risking throwing all of that away for the chance at a better future? It's it works all- for now. Yes, for now. It. The weave is dying, and with it will go any chance of using any magic unless you accept that these people who are good in their hearts, who want to help you, who all they want is the same thing that any human wants. Any other mortal free being wants is a chance to survive. The head wizard speaks up. What of the last head priest? He says, he opened his mind to the possibility of using the uh, aberrant, uh, of using this aberrant energy. His intentions were pure. He genuinely used it to help the city. But in the end, it turned him. It affected him. He ended up working for the There's enemy. There's a difference. Perhaps it was because of his lack of training and direction. Just perhaps. Karis says, more gambles, more maybes. Ren looks at Karis and says, look. Life is a gamble. I still don't if give... If you want a sure thing, then kill yourself now. Yeah, Ren looks at Karis and says, look, I still don't give two shits about you people. Or I'm out of here man. regardless of you guys. I'm gonna. I'm taking off. We're trying to help you guys out here. So or whether a... you want to potentially get this boon that's your deal this affects Karis for a moment as he thinks he ponders on this uh, on this idea Ren doesn't give two shits rubbing his chin (laughs) almost as if he you know he had he had been looking for the ulterior motive uh, this whole time when Ren sees this Aurora sees his kind of his Mm. perception of these events kind of get shattered. He says, you have the power to go home. Right now. Yeah. Yep. Peace out. We're only here right now. We could have just taken off in the desert. The only reason we're here right now is because some of us still care about this last bastion of humanity. You might want to remember that. Does Aurora add anything? Would you perhaps consider, under safe circumstances, that we could guarantee your safety, maybe meeting one of them? So that you could truly understand that they are different. Inside the... 
And then he outside, says, inside, inside the city, and then he says, you do not. And then it's almost like Alusa's uh, face just drops. He says, you could, you could convince me, and I'll admit you are. He says, but how would we bring these creatures inside the city without a, without a revolt? Nobody knows your people better than you. Figure it out. He says it would Not take the best. It would take <laughs> days, weeks to 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 hold indeed. indeed city meetings to convince people that this is a good idea. And maybe that's what they need. These these illithids have waited a very long time for an opportunity. He says they can just wait outside the city. Wolf. Hmm. We're not. Here's inter- an interesting idea. We're not interested in forcing the issue very quickly. We can figure out some kind of temporary solution. Is there a reason? Ren looks at Aurora and says, "Is there a reason the Illithids can't set up a camp outside the city, and the two can uh, they'll have to wear their together? helmets the whole time?" Because you know, as soon as Pazuzu or any Notices. of the greater yes. aberrant mind finds these Illithids, they will be destroyed. That's why they want to be inside the city. What I, what if they I could would just suggest, set up a tent and be safe, they wouldn't need to be inside the city in the first yeah. place. What, what I would suggest is having a specific zone set up within the city, quarantined, sectioned off Squid court. During, the, during the transition period, during the conversational period, uh, something that makes the town people feel safe while we're easing them into the idea. They'll, this is quarantined off how? He says, if I can give the people a guarantee. Ren? Do we have some kind of way of doing that? He says the only thing we have that has ever been a guarantee to hold back the uh, the aberrance is the shield itself. Mm. Okay. Maybe if we reinvigorate the shield, we could also move it a little bit so that it is kind of isolating them in a way. That would be something, I guess, to talk to your shield engineers about. And RL? The head wizard says... Is that something we can do? I could speak to the head priest about this, but so far our understanding of the shield and the magic involved is so much more powerful than anything we've been able to wield. Mm. It is the entire reason we cannot fix it. He says "He says the amount of energy required to, to, to possibly even change its function is, is well beyond anything we have access to. But not what we have access to, perhaps. The point is that if you're willing to consider it, then we need to make a concerted effort to accept this possibility. It won't be easy, that's true, but nothing that's worth a damn ever is. Your survival here isn't easy, but you do it anyway. Belus waves his hand. He says, I've already told you. He says, you've convinced me. Then just... He says, I see that there is something true in what you say. The, the Matic legacy has always been one of resistance and perseverance. It says, perhaps we have become too complacent over time, too comfortable in our safety. And he thinks for a moment. But if there is a chance that we can become more than just a refugee camp in this vast darkness, we should take it. That is the very nature of humanity, is it not? That is what you need to tell your people. He says, but still, I, I cannot let them in when they come over the horizon. He says, 
There must be a solution. There needs to be an adjustment period. He says it will take time to convince them. Well, we'll need some way to protect the illithids for a short period of time. I'm sure we can come up with something. Yes? Yeah, we can come up with something. Okay. Short term. So, if we come up with a short term shielding solution, whereas they don't necessarily enter the city right away, but then will later. The head wizard throws up his hands. He says, If you think that you can work with the shield in a way that we cannot, he says, Frankly, I would not doubt you. No, no, I wasn't mean that. He says, But we would have to do it quietly. And the mayor says, yes, the people currently are a little nervous about you conducting arcane experience within these walls. All right. Frankly, we all are. Can I... I, You want to include uh, Hugh and Brandison on this conference call now? At this point, I think we have something to tell them. Attempts to go through the shield with your contact thing. I think it's possible. And relays the conversation. Yeah, before you contents. got here, uh, you were able to augment okay. the magic. Okay, relays the. Uh, it uses the arcane weave rather than the aberrant. Yes, energy. the the. Oh shit! Conversation. You speak amongst yourselves. Contents. As the walkie-talkie rings. Q. As the walkie-talkie Bling. rings, Brandis is in the middle of saying, "Do you think they've screwed it up yet?" I really hope not. Hope not as well. I'm, I really hope not. Brandon says, I feel like I'm going out on a limb here. I have had a hard time trusting Ren with anything. And this would... This... One of these days, Ren is... Is it... Matters a great deal... Hello? ...to us. Hello? So, he is still a friend and an ally, and I asked him if he would help, and he said he would. Brandon says, certainly this is something that they could most certainly do very easily with their abilities combined. It's whether or not they would do it. If Ren would extend his compassion to something beyond his own goals, would be the only way he would be able to convince the city to let the Elithids in. So they're if not answering. They're not able to convince the Elithids. Do you think they're in a fight? That Ren refuses to care about anyone but himself. He is a friend, and I asked him to help, and he said he would. That's enough Certainly. for me. Certainly. I believe I that he, he will can. make his best effort. I know he can. I'm curious if he will. I think that he will make his best effort. He has never... That's it. I'm going to go out there. He has never failed us in something that he said he was going to do. That's a longer conversation that will take us many lifetimes. Alas, you have but one. Alas, but you have but... But he never ages, so it's okay. He never ages. We'll use that gross yeah. arrow to sit down Meanwhile, for an eon. The communication stone blinks <laughs> merrily. Oh, sorry. I had we both had uh, silent. <laughs> we both we had breaker breaker five oh nine concert. It's rude to turn it on. Uh, so Aurora um, relays the contents of the conversation uh, in its entirety, including Brandis all of the no Why didn't you just tell him that Naya awakened the Illithids? That seemed like such a detail you missed. When convincing the people, I did. No, you didn't. Well, I you may not have said good. that to you. You said they were good illithids. Yeah, I. That's. I did say they were free. Different. You said they were free. Okay. Admittingly, involving the goddess Naya would involve having to explain that we killed her. So no, we no, already, I already, we already did explained that. that. But Brand- no Brandis, are you telling me that you think that, given all the information that we told them, 
that would be the one thing that would make them go, oh, it's okay. It says, no, it seems like you opted for the more difficult route. I applaud your boldness. I would have done the same thing. Listen, being straightforward can sometimes be a good thing and sometimes a bad thing in politics. That's why I do it and you don't. Sounds like it went very smoothly. Thank you very much for achieving what you have. Anyway, there's good news. Ah, it continues on this one. There's good news (laughs) and bad news. Uh, On that front, as I said before, they need more time to ease into the idea, which I think is understandable. So we're going to have to set up a bit of a refugee camp outside of the city. That won't work very well. Well, I mean, I, mean, I kind of said we would try, so maybe we should think about it in more broad terms? I mean, we so can maybe extend a day or two on top of what we have traveling, but the longer they're out here, the... No, I don't mean that. hours at the most, Pazuzu okay. is waiting for us. Yes, don't misunderstand. I don't mean slow down. I mean... And in fact, build the closer a we get... Of some kind. The closer we get to the city, I mean, Pazuzu is going to be watching the city. It's not like he's going to become... It's, I would assume that he has eyes on everything going in and out of that. Is is it impossible? I won't to say it's impossible. Shield them with all your magical ability, please say yes. That we can somehow hide them from Pazuzu's sight for just maybe a week. Renes says, Ten days? as far as we Ten know, as, as far as I know, my limited magic ability that the shield is the only thing that can block Pazuzu, and nothing we know could hide us from him then maybe all we need to do is actually hide them from the people. That's their... Okay. They are sneaky by nature. Okay. I could no, maybe whip up some idea. fog or something. I mean, I can kind of feel some of this umberly juice rattling around inside me. I could maybe pull so something like that out. Well, some I'm shadow. Just I'm thinking about... Create an illusion and an make illusion. them all look like people and say, hey, look, we found some more people, but they're really sick and they need to go hang out in this <laughs> inn. I... That would have been... I love it. Let's do we that. We should have done it before we told them we were bringing 85 Illith into the city. Well, we no, didn't we te- need to we be only honest told- with Maddox. We only told the Maddox. Yes, we only told the Maddox. <laughs> we could have just brought him in, put him in a house, left a note on the door explaining the situation, and Illith then gone back inside. to the <laughs> Do not go in. No, no, no. These I like- guys are cool, we promise. Hold on. Don't worry about them. No, no, no. I'm, I'm actually kind of... I think this idea might be the solution that we're looking for here. You're going to have to lock Long the term, Maddox. I don't... I mean, if you're talking about manipulating the shield, could you make, like, another airlock, but, like, a bigger one? Um, that would be something to talk to the wizards. Will you put that down on the docket to talk to the wizards about that? Yeah, just a Um, a foyer. Another big airlock. massive foyer. In the the place between, and our world has this in the game, the place between countries where you are being checked for your vegetables that you're breaking into the other... You know, okay. when you're going into Cormier. Okay. They're yes. so Space strict. There. That's possible. And mass illusion as well? Certainly. On but, top of that, I think um, that that's important. The Maddox didn't there is sound a like risk. they were willing to hide something I, from the city. I no, don't know on that one. I think one. we might be able to convince them that that's a good idea. Um, or it turns slightly to our left. Hello, the Mr. deception Maddox, that we have been talking. Deception at that level, it could. I mean, if it were to be found out... Luz could lose his credibility as a leader. Well, if we don't anyways. tell him, then he'll have the... What's that He word? already knows that they're Illithids. If we suddenly let 85 people in, I mean, it's going to be clear that something happened. I Maybe I'm, he just should lie about it, and they should stay looking like people forever. And it says, not that I'm suggesting it, but do we have anything that could... 
wipe their minds. <gasps> but I worked so hard at this diplomacy thing. Really? Wait, you convinced them, and now you're going to... <laughs> no, no, no! Simple. Say the exact same My thing as you said before. You already did a great job! What about... What about a... Instead of a mass illusion, mass invisibility. And then we act like they teleported in once everyone's cool with it. Uh, that might raise greater alarm. How is that... I mean... Hey, look! Surprise, Elephants! We'd have to... I'm sorry! I'm not amazing like you! Okay, okay, wait, wait. What's your great idea? We tell them they have no choice. Period. I don't like that idea. You know what my idea is? We meet you guys out in the desert and we GTFO. Interesting. Yeah, honestly, we can't commit that much time to this. Gosh! As much as I do want to help the city as much as I can, I mean, we need to get the matter with a Minotaur. Hey, you know what else? You gave your word to Naya. If you're not interested in keeping that, that changes everything. I'm I'm willing to aid them, but... You know what else? When we get back to Light World, Naya's still going to be alive. That's not aiding them. That's literally marooning them. By definition, we are marooning them marooned. in Pazuzu's mall. The marooned 85. You have put them in so much worse of a place if we can't get them into the city. Keep that in mind. I will keep that in mind. I... This whole don't have a choice thing just doesn't sit right with me. All they're, uh, ask, all they're asking mind wipe is for... Mass illusions. Or, or find a way to shield the illithids from Pazuzu. Or find a way to convince the city in an hour. I think Hugh needs to... Hmm. I think Hugh needs to accept the fact that sometimes in life you, this dis- would be you disappoint... This the greatest diplomacy sometimes challenge in life, of my you life. you disappoint people. Hold on. That's not... I mean, only <laughs> this is a lesson Hugh knows. If we can't convince them, leaving them outside is not an option. The only two that I see right now are convince the city... I don't think we're getting there in an hour. Maybe we can lie. We're not getting there that fast. Uh, Magic god powers and crazy diplomacy, I would would love to see you try. Okay, and if that's not, our only option would be pinching off the bubble into, like, a second, like, bubble within the bubble and say, keep them in there. Let's try the bubble idea, like, super bubble idea first. And then, then if that doesn't work... Convince everyone as a panic situation. uh, We will attempt to... Make this. We'll, we could we'll try wrap it into the whole RL thing. We could There'll try to, a two-prong situation. You work on convincing everybody, and you work on making a bubble. Yeah, but talking if one, to Ren and but Aurora. But if the convince everybody fails at that point, then we have a bunch of well, the in convincing's going to happen. So, you know, we never said we would get them in. We said we would do our best to get them in. That's correct. So if we can't get them in. We don't have to feel bad. I am understanding. Don't have Brandon to. Says, you say it like it's a choice. Says, but I'm I mean, going to make every effort. If if this is our best, all we've done is walk for 20 minutes and you guys talk to them. I think that for us to, There's more we to can rest do. assured that we It took longer than that. It, took a, it was like a all right. four also, or five days. We're rapidly reaching the end actually, of a rope here. We Wait, traveled how, a week to get to them. Yeah, but how far... On our way back, like, we're traveling guys, very fast. You guys race back, yeah, but we're bringing eighty-five illithids. I know, that's we're what I'm super saying. Speedy. So my question like is, like a day behind. Okay, we're a day. Cause we keep saying an hour. 
That yeah, is I, didn't, I was thinking that we were going to be traveling further so behind. The greatest day you of my have to life. A little slower because you're bringing 85. That's what I was assuming. You yeah, you have to you're still traveling. One day, fast. yeah, pinch right. off the bubble or convince everyone. Does Aurora attempt a mass diplomacy that takes a day to convince every person, man, woman, and child, to accept all these illithids? Hey, I got an idea. Is that what just we're looking at here? Because that is the most amazing thing I've ever heard. Just get the priest, or the Maddox, and the angel. Thing. I've got an idea. It's the name of the city. Both. both. I think both. Maybe I missed I mean, this. the city could use another foyer. Yeah. Yeah. A big one. <laughs> we just get... You get them to do the angel thing. people sized. Get them to do the angel thing. Or angel thing. Like... Worship the angel. Oh yeah. Yeah. And with his super angel power that he can use to run this thing infinitely, get him to kick a little extra juice in and make a bigger bubble right on the outside, a whole a separate bubble, and they can just live next door. By super angel power, well, you mean absorbing the power of the yeah, god you mean that he's killing, protecting. You mean killing the god. Just, just right. to clarify, that's that, what he means. There's he's no not that power. energy in that. He's going to sap an old man of his energy to yeah. power the bubble. Just make sure we get yes. that right. Yeah. Yes. So we do that. Okay. So to to create a new foyer, I mean, I think that I, I agree that basically convincing the angel and on the, the outside on the inside. I think that's those, how the, those are the guys to, exactly. I don't well, think Arl's nice. gonna have a problem with it. He just seems like he's interested in ruling as a god. Yes, but if they're worshiping in, I mean, I guess it, that comes down to just yeah. the details of your no, diplomacy. We're not gonna check. be here. So well, I mean, if I mean, we were to say, hey, this guy will run this, and. Angels run this extra annex sure, off the sure. side. Mechanics. You may also have to convince oh, Aurel of the idea, either. too, if he's going to be a patron god. That could be a potential That's issue. It's, a, it's more people. I know, but he's also an angel, and they were angels. Excuse me, he's an angel, and they're illithids. He may be difficult to convince. He seems like his morals are flimsy at best. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, flexible. Uh... I would I'm still. Not, honestly, I'm not going to worry too much about RL right now. My concern is mainly okay. the populace. Yes. Because if any of us could convince this entire city in a day, it would be you. Boxed or him? No. He's actually, very good. Just at imagine them all in their no, underwear. No, this is going to have to be diplomacy, not bluff, because yeah. this is going to be a situation that's going to have to last. Hmm. True. Just so that we're clear, please. Yeah. Ren is, Ren all right. All right. All right. Fine. Friends. I mean, he's good at bluffing. But he's just as good at diplomatizing as well. He doesn't seem to utilize. He, it he as doesn't much have the heart for it. His, yeah, that's that's. He's that's, mighty. That's, he's mighty. He, he could negotiate. He doesn't have much. Yeah. In, he could, but <laughs> his fuse is too short. Just like yeah. Yeah. Um, he starts out with great intentions, I mean, and then I it mean, goes south a little bit. And then it goes south really fast. I mean, what you're describing is exactly what happened when you guys arrived in the city. Which is, we have the best two best diplomats ever and she went all in and Ren was like you guys are shit <laughs> diplomacy <laughs> out you know what I blame Karis <laughs> he looked at me funny he set me off he looked at me funny alright what do you want you're like a damn wife and if it doesn't work if it doesn't <laughs> work we will like... combine our powers and it was her fault with all four of our god powers combined okay I will try. try. And off that bubble. I will try to do this, this thing, <sighs> this maddening, incredible thing. You're right. a queen. Convincing a thousand people in a day about a policy change doesn't seem that radical for you. I know. I know. It's just this is kind of a big deal. So, what is your plan? Yeah. 
I'm not really actually sure what our plan What's your is. overall plan here? You guys did a lot of discussions. Propaganda. No, no, not, not your Posters, specific plan. Posters, what, what is your... No? What's what your plan? What's your goal? Okay. What's your goal? Uh, the goal is to find a safe place for the Illithids to hang out forever. Okay. Slightly <laughs> less top level Less than immediate goal. Okay, what is your immediate goal for the next day? Just okay. tell me. Stop My immediate goal is to <laughs> the convince groups. the people... Fine. The We're going to keep walking. The people of the city that this is a good idea. And what is it that you're convincing them is, is a good idea? That allowing 85 illithids to take residence in the city is a good idea. Okay, so in the city, you're not doing the. the you're not trying to modify the shield? Is that what I'm hearing? No, that's not what you're hearing. Okay, so he, I'm saying, what is the overall goal? I, since we're, we're going to roll some dice here, okay. I need to know what is the. What I'm is the sorry, I don't know guys, how to tell you what you want to know. What do you guys? It kind of seemed like it seemed like we we're going to try right two things. We're going to essentially, it's kind of like she's going to attempt to to persuade the entire city in a day, but that's going to be like her. And Ren is going to work and attempt to make a foyer the in case that fails. And we need safely. more time. The end result is that in the city safely. And how we want to do that is either to convince the populace or pinch them off in a separate bubble, which would convince the populace to leave them in there. So our end goal is to get Illithids in without them being Frankensteined. Pitchforks and torches. Long term, we would like them integrated into the city. Short term, either we can convince them all in a day, and they go in right away, or we have to make a bubble, and then it's going to take more time to convince them. Essentially. So we're going to make the bubble, I think, Secondary and goal, convince them. Kill Red. Alright. Because worst case scenario, now they have another foyer. You've only got the two of you here to do this. However, you are each... Uniquely suited to the task? Uniquely suited to the task that you're trying to engage in. My thought is... I think the best you can do is to convince them to live, to allow the Illithids in to... A segregated uh, area District. in the in the bubble. Okay. Called the freak show. Fine. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about the bubble, uh, the shield. Fine. That's good. So my I, thought I is the only way idea. to get them in here and have the populace okay with it uh, is if you both succeed in the goals that you're trying to accomplish here. Fair enough. Oh god. So the mechanics for such a thing. Don't exist because you guys are idiots. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> what should the mechanics here be? Uh, I can see diplomacy rolls and arcana rolls if you're going to go that direction. Yep. Pretty much um, it. Um, have this, the level of three, success. Three successes before. There's a conflict. Perfect game, everybody's happy. Any bit of failure means there's a conflict and there's some fighting. And a certain percentage of the Illithids die. Let's leave. Let's leave the uh, the consequences of failure open ended, and let's work on that as a group. Okay. Uh, if there is any failure, three, so let's, let's go and people. Three out of five successes. It's a race so, war. Five? Literally a race war. <laughs> Stop it with the race yeah. war. You now we're just going hard, DC. This sounds like a hard thing to do. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go. Uh, at least a hard DC. 
I'm thinking oh higher. Oh my god, that's RPC. right. I still have that perfume. How does that work? Uh, you use it. Perfume, perfume, for the perfume first is time in 20 levels. <laughs> this would be the moment to do it. This would be. Every this would be single week. They will okay. Okay. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. It gives but you like you a flat bonus diplomacy. If you're going to use it once, it's at the level 20. What is this? Shut up. Is it an item that you have? It yeah. is, but I don't have it it's, written down. I've never had it is written it, down. It's plot item. It plot. was a plus two, I oh, thought. Oh, it's even a mechanical item. I it is a mechanical item. Did it ever get added to your okay, inventory? Well, is it on a power card in your sheet? It isn't because I've never added it. Okay. But I do what? have it. I do have it. That's why I forget it. I go, hmm, is there anything that can help my I don't think it's charisma? a huge one. It's either like a plus two or a plus three to diplomacy or something. <laughs> Wait a second. Are you making a swaddle, Lincoln? He is. Yeah. <gasps> It's a little cocoon. Finally, this is my moment. Oh. So here's how we're going to run this challenge. Here is the intended goal. You are hoping to get the Illithids to live inside the uh, the city. The last bastion of humanity. Hopefully now to be expanded to the last bastion of sentient life. Yay! (laughs) Non-evil sentient life. Uh, So, Aurora is going to basically try to convince the populace of... Uh, the fact that this is a good idea. It's a good idea. Ren is going to Simple work with plan. the priests and head wizard to see if the shield can be modified to create a oh. segregated district uh, of the city that is protected by the shield, allowing the Illithids to live inside the protection of the shield, but still remain separated from the populace until there comes a time in the future at which uh, there's enough trust between the two that they could Other perhaps side. be fully integrated. Called Squid Quarter. Concept art. Is that so? Work off of that schematic. Do I have a oh, bonus? I with thought the it was like stuff? you draw a piece of currency, like squid, like that's a quarter. And I was like, I have no idea <laughs> so what you're talking what's your about. Question, I want to know what my bonus for the perfume item that I have There's is. Two. Two. Okay. Okay. Is that to all charisma Deuce. rolls, or just one uh, all of the many rolls, rolls for the I encounter? Will Oh, no, it's all diplomacy. Uh, all, we'll call it all charisma-based rules. Well, it's going to be just diplomacy, so I think I'm No, right. it's not. So, <clears throat> here are the mechanics huh? of this skill challenge. It's a mostly by-the-book skill challenge. Okay. We're going to call it a maximum complexity skill challenge that is, requires 12 successes, and you are all going to participate. Oh. Thank God! Okay. Uh, what about the old dice This would be dumb. Uh, so, Hugh and Brandis's, uh goal is to prepare the Illithids on their end for making this transition um, as smoothly as possible as well, well because shit. there is also apprehension there. That's true. They were like, will they kill us? <laughs> no! Uh, Said Brandon? So, uh, I don't know how you guys are going to do that. I don't know how you guys are going to assist in this at all. You have to be the most creative. You teach them how to be street fighters. like man. It's not even necessarily interactive. Defend the bottom line is you guys have to help this overall goal in some way, you're going to be equally contributing as much as these two. Okay. So you're going to be looking for 12 successes. The primary uh, skills in this skill challenge are Arcana and Diplomacy. Those are the only two that can be used an unlimited number of times. Ah, sweet. Uh, however, at all skills will be at first against a moderate DC, and then against a hard DC, and then, if you're going to use it anymore, it's against a plus 5 DC each time. That makes sense. Yes. All there's a other mathematical skills, equation. All other skills can be used once against moderate, a second time against hard, and then they can never be used again. Share for the group. Gonna need 
Whoa, shared for the group. What are those um, numbers for the medium and hard? Yeah. So your uh, your medium. You're a level twenty nine now. So <laughs> your uh, your medium DCs are thirty one, and your hard DCs are forty one. Okay. All right. Damn. So All you right. gotta go. And I need a ten or better. Each That's and the favored skills that were can be used hard and repeatable were diplomacy points. and. Sorry, I'm just trying to get information so I can plan this out. The ones you can use over and over again are diplomacy and arcana. Arcana. Yes. Since those are the two primary um, okay things that Aurora and Ren are trying to do. That that essentially represents hearts and minds to influence this. Hearts and, and minds. Everything else can only be used once. Twice. Can you can use twice and then hard the next time? Okay. Twice versus moderate, moderate, then twice versus hard. No, no, no. once versus moderate, once, once versus each. hard, and then never again. Cool. Okay. Each failure is going to be a setback that we will discuss work as a group to figure out what it is. Let's get started with the people that are in the city. Okay. Going first. I will. I'll go first. Was there also an order of the difficulties of skill challenges that we're facing? Because that might be part of the strategy as well. Is there a what? Sure, it's going to be moderate and then difficult. Yeah. The challenges we had to hit. Moderate the first time, um, hard I have the second time. My dun- my engineering. Oh, and just my the skill, not like you need to do a moderate perfect. check and then you need to do a hard check. Yeah, this so is a quick based on skill. I can succeed at both Sorry. of those. With I think me. it would make sense for people to kind of reserve some skills. For example, no one should use athletics besides me. Okay, I call I call engineering, insight, and diplomacy. Yeah, you can use diplomacy. Intimidate. I'd love to use endurance as well, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Canna, so yeah if you guys, I mean, if I you can use diplomacy and bluff. And we have what, three rounds? Because it's four? I no. can get a 31 on both. It's unlimited rounds. Inside. Oh, gotcha. But, oh, but the number of failures. You guys can't do bluff, can you? Thing. So yeah. I'm calling bluff. So just so I understand, so if you can use diplomacy as many times as you want, but it's a moderate and then a hard and then a plus five every time after? Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's what you're saying. Gotcha. Other scrolls are going to do a moderate and a hard, and then okay. that's it. I have three yep. guaranteed okay. skills that I can do. Oh. Alright, so someone I, make I the decision to go first. Right, right there. I just said yeah. that I would. You're going first? Alright, you got to go right now. Right what now? What are you doing? Alright, um, first thing I will do is... Always a good idea to roll first and describe, so you can describe... Uh... Well, I guess. Okay. But I have to declare first, yeah. right? Yeah. So that I'm mean, trying to decide. I auto-succeed at Dungeoneering. Okay. How are you applying your Dungeoneering skill? Dungeoneering is the knowledge of aberrant creatures. So because I know a whole lot about illithids, I am able to correctly identify just what it is true and is not true about illithids so that I seem like a huge expert on illithids. Accurately. To the people. To the people who I will soon be speaking about accepting these illithids. I have to seem like an expert first. So... I draw on all my previous knowledge about illithids, which is all pretty negative, but but it's vast and deep. You may say they're But monsters. how well am I able to to uh, explain this? Uh, pretty good. I mean, Ooh. because I have a 30, I get a 34, which succeeds in the medium DC. Ciao. So, Dungeoneering is Dungeoneering. Dungeon. Dun. I like it. Aurora begins to win... 
Uh, she just just begins to start sowing the seeds of understanding amongst the people. She is seen as a very knowledgeable person, and of all the quorum... If you cut them, do they not bleed? Of all the members of the quorum, she is the one Purple. that... Uh, I should say, of all the members of the these, these strange guests you've had, these <laughs> godly <laughs> guests that have been in the city, Aurora is the one that has been seen as the most... Uh, 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 personable? Personable. Uh, certainly the most regal. She's a queen from her land. She's got a crown. And when she speaks, people listen. People's got the listen. And, uh... Can't wait till I take over the nine hells. And it's like... Shut up. I'm royalty, too. So when when she says... uh, (laughs) When she's explaining about uh, aberrant creatures and the fact that they're not all necessarily evil and da-da-da-da-da, um... People are listening, and, they and there, there are and some kidneys and lungs too. There are some, there's some nodding going on, and uh, I don't explain their reproductive cycle though, even a teeny bit. <laughs> I stealthily gloss over that whole thing. So we've used engineering once. Yes, engineering has been used once. All right, so that's how Aurora begins it. Uh, then we should just go clockwise around the table. Ren, his first, his first thing he needs to do is actually go inspect the artifact, the, the. Center of the shielding. That which is giving off all of the juice and holding the thing up. He wants to go inspect it and see exactly... I mean, he's looked at it before, but never like this. And he wants to go see how he can manipulate it and whatnot. So he gets up there. He walks up. The wizard's with him. Um, the wizard. The clerics are with him. And they're all sitting there staring at it. And he's kind of walking around and looking at some of the runes. And, and he just kind of callously says, Ha! Huh. This is going to be way easier than I thought it was going to be. The, the, the clerics... Uh, Using a bluff check. The, the clerics, <laughs> yeah, they... Uh, they kind of stand up excitedly and they say, say, what can you tell us? So go ahead and uh, roll your bluff check. Uh, it's an auto-succeed. Auto-succeed on the first one here. All right, there's another success. I'm going to keep track of the number of successes. So, Ren says he picks the most complicated sets of runes that he knows these guys don't actually know. They might think they know what they are, but they don't. And he says, yeah, you see this right here and this right here? See, if we just tweak this and add a Substitute bit here the, and do uh, this here. Serif. And he starts, yeah, he just gets really technical. And all of the the clerics and everyone are just kind of... Oh, they don't want to sound they're, stupid. They're, they're nodding. Why, and Why and, didn't we think of that? But but they're all they're all bluffing each other because what Ren is saying doesn't make, actually make any sense. So it's, yeah. they think it's just going over their it's heads. It's Emperor's Clothes scenario. They think it's going over their heads. Uh, what they don't realize is that uh, well, Ren, Ren is not doing real math. Ren's BS in us. But he's that good at But gaining their respect uh, helps with, uh, you know, kind of... There was a bit of resistance. There's a bit of an elitism going on with these uh, clerics that have studied it. They, they um, And allowing them to open up slightly and go, okay, now we can respect this guy uh, will help going forward with uh, with actually accomplishing what Ren needs. He's going to get more information out of them. He's going to get more help from them uh, when he actually begins to do the real work. So, sowing those, those seeds. Plus just, like, that. getting him on board with the project initially, regardless of whether or not it's actually feasible. Yeah, I mean, it's just going to be harder <laughs> if these guys are sitting there kind of doubting you and, and yeah. not wanting you to be there in the first place. So you've, you've overcome that, uh, that barrier. Challenge. Excellent. Brandis. Brandis. Use an endurance check and just to confirm the idea is we could st- we start out 
Doing medium check? I mean, we can... Medium, then hard, then plus five. But it's with that hard. skill being used. Yes. Right, but I mean, so like, basically, so I can just roll... If you kept using different skills, it would only be mediums, okay. from what it sounds like. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. That's so what I'm gonna, doing. It's going to be spread a little thin. I like that. All okay. Right. I've gotten... Um, well, then Brennan's going to start out with something that... Um... Wait. I have a better idea. <laughs> Wait, um, this, because, is, this is even better. Because we have not failed yet, we're doing pretty well, and the idea of spreading ourselves thin... Uh, exactly the second good. person to use that same skill then would have to do the hard, correct? Right. Um, yes. Okay. Basically... Because it's shared. Lincoln, you were talking about... you. Are, would you like to use an intimidate? Are you going to use that? Uh, I'm not going to use it, because it's basically we're all doing three. So now I'm going to uh, do... Yes. I'm going to do two arcanas now. We need basically. to do a total of twelve. No, no, no. Yes. We need twelve successes. We will That's keep going each. until we get twelve. Yes. Oh, that's well, assuming that we succeeded on every one of them. Well, can I will anyone else do on in, all three of mine? Can any? Yeah. I will almost guaranteed succeed on all. Yeah, of mine. I was going to throw in. Um, well, let's see. Well, can anyone else do intimidate? Yeah. Okay. Well, then no. in that case, I guess I could. As long as I succeed on this first endurance, I could do two athletics because the second one would be hard. And I can succeed on hard. So here's the deal. I can okay. do intimidates. I'm going to do two arcanas next. Okay. I can do two intimidates and pass them. But I would prefer to not have to roleplay making people hostile. Right. My, okay, cool. Please don't. When we're trying to... I think is, if, any, if I would love to do Intimidate when it's still in the medium mode. Yes. Because I do at least the easier one. But okay, it sounds fine. like we're in line for... Well, what's your Intimidate? So you've got well, at least two not nailed down? Not very down. high, but basically if those... My, my Cause two if you, skills are athletics and endurance. I won't be able to succeed a hard. Because okay. mine's 38, so if yeah. I can do a hard. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so well, next round we'll figure it out. All right. Sorry. Phew. Tactics aside, Brandon's <laughs> going to use endurance. Because while you guys are busy doing magic mm-hmm. and talking to all these people, you're forgetting that the outside world is hostile and oh, dangerous. My. And if... The Illithid, the... What these guys... Well, it's, we have anything besides the oh, Illithids. We're called, the, the good ones. The good guys. The awakened Illithids. If they do not keep up a quick pace, we will get some sort of aberrant creature on our tails. On our trail. Um, in fact, and we'll <coughs> snatch up the poor sickly ones on the end. So Brandis gives a little Illithid piggyback ride to a poor, sickly Illithid. Elderly Illithid? And carries him all day. Well, half the day, because he'll have to do other checks. But <laughs> for the first half of the day, he will carry this poor old man while he regains his strength and maybe just gives him a little bit of a brain snack. He just lets him just kind of... Tiny nibble. He just kind of goes in and just gets a little... It's been so long. Brandis has brain to spare. And he just... <laughs> it's that part of his brain that can feel feelings. Exactly. Eat the part of my brain that feels fear. He actually gets <laughs> a little bit. Stronger. Um, thirty-six is enough to pass medium. Yes. So, well done. Uh, then success. And you that was a what skill? An endurance. Endurance. That Brandis carries a poor, so sickly you could, uh, bluff. for a great chunk of the day. It and does not endurance. wind him because he succeeded the job. Hugh, um, knowing that these people, um. I guess sort of having the, the information that Pazuzu would probably destroy these people if he knew them were existing, knows that this trip is going to need to be made with uh, stealth in mind. So he uses the powers that he has um, absorbed from the gods of Shar and Umberly, um, shadow and also kind of, kind of the wind and sort of the waves and all that kind of stuff to sort of conceal them as they travel, um, obscuring our group in generally, and also sort of uh, altering the weather slightly so that um, 
the area around us is obscured, uh, keeping us safe from safe from prying eyes. At least a little more safe and out of success. But specifically, a thirty-nine. So stealth. Is that back to me? Back to you. Okay. Um, next will be insight because. Well, she has to know how well she's done so far, and what angle to approach them at. Like, does she go the sympathetic route? Does she go the kind of holier-than-thou kind of route? How, how, what kind of approach diplomatically are these people going to respond the best to? So she spends the time mingling and, you know, gleaning in the way that she, only Aurora can uh, successfully, because it's an auto-succeed. Huzzah for that. So insight is successful, and that it's pretty simple. She just she spends hours at the bars, not drinking, not drinking, just just watching other people and communicating with them, talking to them, finding the community leaders within each section, and really. Gain the vibe of like what kind of things that they listen to. What's their, what's their beat? And Aurora finds far more about the subcultures of uh, of the various parts of the city than Elusmatic, the mayor who who prides himself in really understanding the people, ever even knew existed. Aurora, with her uh, with her unbelievable ability to uh, to Charisma. read people, her godly ability to uh, to to understand people. This is insight, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, She's able to find out that there are uh, there are entire communities. There is such a subtle sub layer of another community that she didn't uh, that that Alouse didn't even realize existed. And there but are Aurora, hipsters. But Aurora finds these people yeah. extremely important, and then is able to to use these differences to really speak to them and to understand them. She becomes quite a skilled community manager. <gasps> um, <laughs> <laughs> go on, Red. Uh, Ren. <laughs> That's four successes for anyone who's counting. Ren. Did you, did you, you didn't fail one? No, that would be the fifth. Uh, engineering, bluff, endurance, stealth. You were the fifth person to Oh, roll. sorry. Yeah. I miscounted me. I didn't count me. Sorry. It's too much time at the bar. They don't have very good ale. They make all their own. Ren. It's just water. It's just moonshine. While standing actually. there. Actually. Hasn't really figured out the runes or anything yet, but he knows that in order to create this annex, um, this bubble, he's going to need to give it a little bit more juice. I mean, we're making a bigger space; it's a bigger area. It's got to have it's got to have more surface more, area, more space, to, more juice to get it loose to get it out there. So uh, he, in an attempt to continue to uh, earn the respect not that he even really cares but it just makes things easier when they like him in an attempt to earn the respect and confidence of the fellow wizard and clerics invites them to all stand around the device and focus what little measly arcane energy they have into it. You guys it. are totally helping. And that's exactly what he's gonna what he plans on doing. Without you It's all him, but he's gonna say like Oh wow, is it Yeah it's like when you have a little kid helping you do something. You're like, Wow, you're, you're carrying so this huge weight yourself. Good is that job. Bluff again? 
No, it's going to be an arcana because oh. he needs to then harness okay. all of this himself, basically, and use that tiny bit to to, just to get it going. Auto succeed. Auto succeeds. Auto succeeds. We are good at this. I will mark it now. I am marking it. Done. We are six. Six to go. Around. I think. Back around. Yeah, that's how math works. And, um. <clears throat> the. The carrying of, uh. Of a sickly illithid definitely helped. Um, but it's not quite enough, and aberrant predators like a half chicken, half camel, half chicken, half camel, aberrant creature, which can with I, tentacles I guess, though, just kind of like, <laughs> just kinda like, I guess it just like kind of flops along because I don't know how those two things would really. <laughs> We're talking about wings. A chicken head. It's kind of like a hunchback chicken hunchback with four legs. Four chicken legs. Comes and a really it, long and neck, it is though. A natural predator. It spits weird acid stuff. Friendly elephants. And Brandis out of its uses beak. athletics to <clears throat> push some of the elephants out of the way and, take the and grab the long neck and just use a karate chop to just chop the head off. And it <laughs> and the but it's dangerous because as it's a half chicken, it continues fighting without its head. Oh yeah, <laughs> and so he leaps on to the camel body and rides it off into the sunset with an auto succeed athletics. Well done, amazing. Sir. Marking it. Are you guys just gonna auto succeed twelve checks? Yes. No. Okay. I have another. I'm done with my unless I start going intimidate, but I don't want to do that. So my next one, I'm actually gonna have to roll it. All right. If I fail, it's um, bad, though. I'm pretty good at this. I'm excited. Let's say, hey, we're. We're at that point. As well as um, being stealthy and seeing Brandis uh, battling <laughs> yeah, chicken camels. How would you describe it? Chicken camel creatures. Camels? Um, a chamel. A kicking. A kicking. <laughs> I like that because it probably would kick Or a you. camkin or something. Camkin. Ooh, I like that. Camkin. A camelkin? Camelkin. <laughs> yeah. Um, there are all kinds of uh, creatures and predators and abominations and... Strange, like, oh yeah, that's like a weird mouth digestion sphincter orifice thing that opens up and just will drink down because we're like on something's like shoulder blade for the next thirty miles, you know. Yeah. It's the strange, like, fleshy landscape that we and now parades this place. So he is constantly on the lookout for kind of dangers and trying to gu- guide this caravan uh, in the most safe route, um, as well as avoiding any sort of obvious predators because there are a lot of them. And they've shown themselves to be battle-worthy, but he would just as soon avoid a fight, if at all possible. So perception. And that's a 1, and a 16. Yeah. So, that's uh, a auto-succeed anyway. It's a good thing you're really going there. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. One of his times was a 1. But the other was a 16. Yeah. It's good why there's two of them. Well, it's not an auto-fail, though. No. Not in skills. Nope. But would a 1... Unless actually, it's a thirty. I in some cases, it is six. No, I not skills. So it would, but it would fail a hard, but not a medium. Uh, yes. Had you already done a medium? Perception? Had I already done a medium perception? Yeah. So no, no I had not done a oh, medium perception. That was oh, wow, first okay. perception. Okay. I did. So the I did one stealth first. The one would have succeeded. The medium, yeah. Yep. All right. Next. Next is Aurora Borealis. 
Aurora. This Ooh. is the last round of checks here. This is where it gets epic. This is not so epic for me. Uh, diplomacy is not a succeed. But, well, um, let's see it rolled anyway. Fine. Want me to roll or describe first? I want you to follow your heart. Okay. I want you to roll and describe how Three. well she okay, does based best. on... Okay. Three. I mean, that's still a 35. So you have bad luck. Is your first time using diplomacy? No, 37. She used Dungeoneering, then Insight, then no, Diplomacy. 36. 36. It's a 36. She picked That's... a nice spread, so she just owns the new mediums. Yeah. And no one's overlapped their skills, right? Nope. No. Going we have a nice I'm nice spread to. among all okay. of us. Yeah. Well, so... I mean, that's, that's well apart. Uh, so I mean, whatever. Use one of my skills. Okay. It, this isn't... <laughs> no, it's okay. It's all right. Speak to play with dread. No, I was talking from Greg. So she's established herself as an expert. She's already very likable. That, that helps a lot. She's done her research as far as where the community sits and who the people are that she really does need to convince and then it'll really be a trickle down from there. So let me set the scene. Please do. At this point She's done what she needs to do. Aurora has, has spoken to enough people and have sown enough seeds that essentially the, the city has turned into uh, a huge like citywide forum. She is now in the largest open space of the city addressing <gasps> the people, speaking, court. standing in the middle of the uh, of the like the courtyard of the uh, of the most open part of the city, of which the there are promenade, and the s- the streets are packed as people are standing there trying to listen. And Aurora, she's got a godly power; she can just she she takes a page it, out of Brandis's book in that department and just kind of like takes the air and rolls it into its own cone, and then just voice just boom out. Echoes over Even the people standing at the furthest end of the longest street around the corner because there's not enough room can hear After this clearly. speech, the people Huge in the front row it. are deaf. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Afterwards, luckily. Not during. Thank goodness I mean, for this that. Crowd, this crowd is formed because uh, they half of these people are... They want to just contentious stuff. This is interesting. This is, this is the, the biggest change to happen to the city in 150 years. This is... The thought of taking in these kinds of people, Change. but uh, so go ahead and, and, and explain what okay. Aurora says. Okay, so Aurora is a politician, and so her method of communicating with these people is mostly buzzwords, Lies. false promises, lies and false promises. No, she believes them though. No, she believes them. It's, <laughs> but she knows that the way to communicate with a mass of people is not by just going through a bunch of facts. No one wants facts. They want ideas. They want facts. something. They want no, tax breaks. they want tax breaks. Exactly. And so what Aurora does is she she goes through the following buzzwords. The, these are the things that kind of ring out most over the crowd. Progress, hope, change, faith, empathy, community, and destiny. These are the words that resonate in the hearts and minds of the people. And they weep with optimism and excitement and old men hold themselves just just so so moved by it and and children are just struck quiet and polite during this the power the power of Aurora's speech resonates in their minds long after the speech actually ends and Aurora has to kind of flee because there's suddenly a, an influx of people who now want to shake her hand they just want to touch her they want to touch her armor and you know, like so a clip of her hair. Just I mean, say it's... buzzwords. Yeah. She just went up and said, Pretty much. "Those were the chocolate she... chips in the cookies she was in making. the cookies she was making, and they ate them all up. Residual income. Residual trickle <laughs> down. 
She even threw in a couple that weren't related because she needed to fill the time. But, um... No, Aurora is a deft politician and, uh... Devious! Uh, yeah, well, you know. Glad she's on our side! Sinner Jade! Do it again. She succeeds. That was a one-off. That Sorry, was it's spent for the in day. A lifetime opportunity. For his right life. There. That was the one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Aurora does not twirl her <laughs> devilish mustache at the end. <laughs> she manages. I have them in the palm of my hand. hand. Oh, this is still on. Awkward. No, it's. Uh, she feels. She feels really good about herself. She feels like it's, she's she's made some great boost. points. She hasn't made any points really, but I was great. I was there. so good. So good. Why don't I do this more often? Oh wait, I do all the time. It's basically my employment. And finally, <laughs> and, and finally, of course, she just ends up shouting out diplomacy at the end, like <laughs> peace. Drops the mic, saunters off stage. But that's definitely the last thing that rings out, and everyone's too enthralled by the whole conversation to like question that one. What but, did that even mean? What? Yeah, someone out in the what? back, but every he gets shouted down all along. What Aurora has been promising the people. Is they it, would live can it really separate but equal. For <laughs> she never said that. Ren still needs equality. To wasn't even mentioned. Ren still going to have their own separate drinking fountains in creating the segregated area using the shield, and that that is the promise that Aurora has been has been has been selling. Oh man, knowing that <laughs> the promise of being able to live shoulder to shoulder immediately off the bat is, would even for Aurora would just be. It's a hard sell. That would take a few more checks. It would too too we too hard to time. sell. So uh, so how does Ren? Uh, what we're gonna continue do to this end. Ren's gonna roll first because that's gonna make a big that's difference on first. how he tells the story. Clearly, you need to take care of this. Make later. it happen, woman. <laughs> Diplomacy. <laughs> Diplomacy. <laughs> Was that you? Diplomacy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to borrow this dice. And I'm Don't do it. <laughs> That's a four. Don't trust my die. My die's a liar. What is it? It's a getting it. You need a forty-one. Forty-one. Woo! Woo! That was so close. Praise that exactly. exactly. Praise Bob. If you meet it, you fail. Oh, well, That's not yeah. true. <laughs> okay, so I'm just kidding. That's not true. Just barely. I was going to have such mess. a moment of embarrassment because I was like, this whole time I've been like, yeah, I can easily get these. No, no problem. No, that's okay. I anyway, believe in you. Okay. I believe in you. Do Ren. You in taking advantage of Aurora's speech. Yes. Knows that a difficult task is at hand. He makes his way to the opposite side of the city. While there's nobody else around, everybody is. Oh, no. Everybody, everybody, <laughs> I know what you're going, going to do! Around. Ren, except for a singular baby. (laughs) Look, if you're going to make an annex, you've got to cut a hole somewhere. And while everybody else is gone, he holds forth his hands as you can (laughs) see the shimmer of the the shield begin to separate. But as the shield separates... um, You know, suddenly like like lightning and, and... Thunder and foul stench and all this just the aberrant world outside this power starts trying to shoot in and so while with one hand Ren is creating this hole 
with the other hand, he is holding back the wielding the aberrant energy, or to the best of his ability, is controlling the aberrant energy that is coming in and trying to keep it at bay as this hole opens up. And then, when it's large enough, you see it. Uh, you see just another bubble form up and around. So he what? he has now essentially created another bubble, pretty big, outside. And once that is all sealed off, he no longer has to harness the aberrant energy because it can't get in anymore. And um, he stops because that's the most... It, it's not like instant. It takes a few minutes. And this is the most he's ever had to control the aberrant energy. I mean, up until this point, whenever he's tried to use it, it's very chaotic, and you can't really do... I mean, you can do something, but it's you can't be very precise with it. And the only reason he was able to even control this a little bit is because it was just this little funnel amount that was coming in. If the hole was... I mean, he, the hole isn't very big. You're only getting one person through at a time, or one being... Um, they are, not, the they are not people, and uh, but once every once once he's able to create the barrier, once he's able to siphon it off of the existing one and, and create another bubble on the outside, and it all gets sealed off. Everything's good. And so he, he he expands the barrier to be larger than it was. Yeah, here's the barrier. Right now right. it's the barrier. It's like an igloo now. It's the barrier plus this. Ah, okay. With a I, thought was, I thought he was going for like yeah. bringing it down on the inside to create a segregated area. So he actually increased yeah. the real estate of uh, not by much though. Square footage. It's kind of like and one of those like doggy sections in a tent. Exactly. Yeah. And um, Poor they, choice aren't, of them. they <laughs> aren't human. <laughs> <laughs> and the doggy section of the tent, separate but equal. Smaller. How, well, what other what other descriptors can we put in here? I like because I don't think doggy section of the tent was ever used during the civil rights movement. <laughs> it's the the internment camp. Oh jeez. Um, that's a just fail. Just stay there during the internment. All right, let's keep okay. going. Um. So yeah, afterwards, Ren is spent because he hasn't had to uh, focus this much for a while, and he is shaking and has to go. I mean. When you're harnessing and using two powers of opposing Does that nature, super evil amulet like slip out of the robes and be like... <laughs> that only gives him access to it in the light world. He doesn't oh, have the I amulet. So. You don't have it? He pitched what did you it. do with it? It's outside. He didn't bring it in with him. Oh. He pitched it. Oh. I didn't know that. I did not know that. I, I didn't realize that either. Did you tell anyone? Maybe that was a plot point I was going to reveal later, and I just fucked it up. <laughs> well, okay. Well, anyway, he told me Sam I knew about it. it. Sam said it you incredibly secretly. So Look, very nice. Sorry. Discussions happen sorry. on Taco Bell Tuesday, and I may have told Sam during that. Okay, what, so anyway, let's talk about Tuesday. What do you think we it is? The name is what it is, Greg. For lunch, Greg. Dinner. Focus. Oh, okay. It's after work, Greg. Anyway, all right. Sorry, let's keep going. Uh, so he has it. to sit down and kind of let everything stabilize and balance itself. He has to uh, recenter his chi. Realign it and get all chakras. Yeah. Mostly the evil chakra. Just kind of gets out of whack. There. Goes into his cave. Mind palace. Anyway, it's done. There's now an area for the eighty-five creatures. elephants. 
Brandis has been leading to, to thrive. It is close. The entire plan is very close to being successful. Aurora has gotten the populace to a point where there will at least be peace. There will at least not not be any revolts or riots should when the uh, when the Illithids arise uh, to arrive and. Uh, and Ren has created a section of the shield that allows them to live there without having to uh, live directly with the humans until a, uh, a point in the future at which that trust can be uh, can, can be formed. However, it's still going to be quite a uh, quite an adjustment for the Illithids to uh, to to be able to make this work on their end. So, to that end, uh, what do Brandis and, and you do? Still need two more successes. No failures. Brandis. Is it two auto successes still? It could be. <laughs> it is for me. Alright. Well, <laughs> I, mean, I, I, do. I don't know. Worst mechanics ever. I pulled up on the book. It, if it was 15. Was there supposed to be like a limited number of skills we were supposed to be able to I pick be, from or something? I would be pushed a little tougher. Because if it was 15, then I'd have to... Roll some dangerous ones. There'd be a, there'd be a, a significantly high. Basically, we can all do successes right to this point. After that, it starts. We drop off quickly. I think. Uh, are you rolling against medium DCs or hard? This one is a hard, but I have not uh, succeed on the hard. What's yours? Uh, I could either do a medium auto success or I could do a hard. Would have to get a six or better. Worst. Just keep going. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. Well, Brandis. We're gonna roll one d twenty in the end to have some sort of random. Brandis <laughs> leads. By example, and he is inspiring these friendly Illithid to stand up for themselves because they have gone through the epic journey following these two demigods of men, these two... The only men. Paragons of virtue to get back. Brandis is a paragon Paragon of of virtue. Which virtue Um, is that? Hugh killed their god. Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) She totally walked into it. Yeah. She leaned into the... Bla- you were just... But like, I swung. There's a bug on your chest! And she was like, ah! That's our story. <laughs> sticking to it. Um, <laughs> she fell on my blade. She fell on my blade! Um, Nine times. Says, I was just having a fit when I tried to collapse your cavern. <laughs> um, he has Aurora, fits from time to time. Aurora is a snake! Kill you just as soon as I look at you. Brandis inspires by... By his example, and he and these Illithid are, are have become greater and have become braver and more courageous through this adventure. Just by being around, just by being around. it's like Brandis and Hugh do amazing things, and these guys were in their party, and so they have gained levels with us. And so at the very sympathetic end, sympathetic virtue. They're excited. They're courageous. They're like, we can do this. There will be great strife and opposition in living in the city. But we can do this because we are elephant. Followed in the footsteps of Brandis and Hugh. <laughs> and right as we come over the last crest, and the surface, the ground is all fleshy. And right as we come over a fleshy ridge, one of the younger elephants, named. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was his best buddy who had an elephant name. This guy is named Gary. <laughs> Gary Alex. the Alex. We already met Alex. This is Gary the elephant. <laughs> He has Illithid glasses on. And he <laughs> comes up and he says, like, Look, Master Brandis, takes one wrong step and falls down 
a hole. <laughs> like, like you might find if you were wandering out in like the prairie. There's, it's not like a rabbit hole, but it's just like sinkhole. Just a sinkhole. He falls deep down. It's an orifice. You hear him clamber ah. down. He falls. Ah, ah master Brandis. Brandis goes spelunking. This is an aberrant world. <laughs> so, in addition to it being gross because it's a flesh hole, mental image. It is populated by the things you might find in an aberrant world giant flesh hole. Fleshipedes. And Brandis doesn't oh, fight, but he giant grabs... Parasites. Giant crabs. But he grabs the uh, Gary the Illithid no, and clambers up, and there's nothing to grab onto, so he just sinks his fingers into the fleshy hole and just... <laughs> and so more gross. fluids just gush down on him and Gary, and he springs up and... Gary, no! As the sun peeks over as we can see the first sign, the first light on the city and we wipe all the aberrant slime off of us. The Illithid are proud to have seen human Brandis do what they do. What does you do? Auto success. Alright. Here's what we're going to do. I'm pretty sure. Because why not mix it up a little bit. Um, we're going to use nature, which I have a 26 in. Alright, not what auto success. This is not an auto success, because, you know, fuck it. Why not? Um, there are many I like reasons why not. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Alright, here. Let's, That's uh, so unlike Sam, too. Sam's let's, going Arcana. Oh my god! Let's, let's roll it. He has to get a hard. Ooh. Got a nine. That did it. That succeeds. That succeeds. Jesus so Christ. had a chance of failure. Like it made a better story. It made a better story. Did it? I, yeah. It was a um, of Hugh. Sam's my favorite person at the table. Uh, Good. I mean, Bringing a little I excitement to my terrible favorite. mechanics. I had to get a five or better. I mean, it was not. It was not that big of a risk, but oh. still there. Never mind. Way Don't more go. exciting. Yeah. We've had eleven out of success in a row. <laughs> Um, it wasn't an auto. Hugh, uh, I hit a hard. Well, essentially concealing the, My using God. shadow and mist to conceal the caravan, um, talks with the illithids about the people in the city. Um, he's spent time there. He has seen them. He's observed them, and he tells them about their strengths. He tells them about their weaknesses. He tells them uh, about what they value, what they do not value, what they. Uh, Essentially, about the place that they're going to be going to, um, and about the people that they will need to essentially uh, work with in order to have this merger function. Um, so he uses nature, and because they 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 were interested in humanity, but they <laughs> seemed not always have the correct information. So he uh, he just teaches them about humans and about the people there. And with that, I hope this goes south. I really do. I hope they all go the in pieces and kill everyone. All the pieces come together. Aurora, with her godly ability—I mean, unbelievable. Aluce is just when Aurora comes he back a few to Aluce, he looks at Aurora and he just says, "He says, I truly wish you were not leaving us, for there was so much." We could all learn from you. He says, you speak these things. You convince all of these people, and you're right. You're not even... He says, these are not lies that you are saying. You, you, You are convincing them of something that is so against their nature, so ingrained in our culture and who we are. 
and, and, and enabling them to look past that and become better people. He says, we should all be so lucky to have you in our presence for these short months. These people are lucky to have you as their leader. This is the first time you've seen him almost break his very uh, stoic, um, level-headed thing, and you see tears come to his eyes. You're, You're wrong. They're not... It's not against their nature. I just brought forth the innate good and understanding that exists in all free beings. <laughs> Come on. That's all I ever do. He looks at Aurora and he says, I am glad to know that you, uh, that you are the, what would you call it? The, um, Callus, signal, beacon. Any of those words work? For the lineage, what would you call it? The, uh, you, that you are Scion. The, Otherwise. No, Scion is the, the opposite, opposite of that. Opposite. Ancestor? Ancestor. Because I'm happy to know that we are all... Progenitor? There you go. Progenitor. Yeah. We are the legacy of you. That we are all part of your legacy. There you go. He says, I only hope that enough of you remains in us to carry on these virtues. I have no doubt of that. <sighs> As it has been a day... Well spoken. The Illithids <laughs> arrive, and when they do... The people crowd at the edge of the shield, excited. Gary is not there. Not terrified. Not, not with signs that say, go home, Illithids. <laughs> which, which is what they originally had, switched them around. <laughs> now they changed it to, welcome home. <laughs> <laughs> the Illithids pour into the protected part of the shield. The expanded shield. Aurora, you Flaky. inspired us. We will Flaky. accept them with open arms uh, into their segregated area of the city. <laughs> they welcome you with open arms. Listen, it's a process. Into the segregated district. Cold the food. As they pour Black in. There's even been time that some of the humans, some of the members of the city are in that side of it. Those that believed most truly in Aurora's message, you succeeded so Phenomenally, in your They're couldn't have gone any nice other way. Sort of way. <laughs> and we had the power of like four gods in us. I get, okay, that was reflected in the mechanics. That was intentional. Um, <laughs> the even several humans are on that side and have already brought over some uh, some Ooh. raw materials, some uh, some goats, some food, some goats. Uh, they they have begun. Food. They've begun sowing the land as the shield has dug in below the earth. Already, the uh, the aberrant, the fleshy ground that this uh, that the shield had encompassed and is is dying as if it was cut off from its blood source, and they were able to kind of scrape <laughs> it away. That is disgusting. And have um, it's a scab. That's and eventually, it's like it's like a foot and a half below it that there is there is soil that they were able to get to and they're having to like roll up this like fleshy disgusting thing against we the could sun. use that it's gonna be taco night for months yeah Ren that's disgusting <laughs> Ren didn't actually make them anything he just extended the shield it's just flesh ground yeah Yay! yeah it's just like it was a sphere and now it's like a sphere with like a lump on it that's yeah. what they're used to and so the the, the humans that are in there they have begun building homes to uh, to try to welcome them in. And the Illithids pour in the 85 Illithids, all of them surviving because you did not fail any of your checks. It was impossible to fail. Oh. And so you... Uh, they well, gee, don't in. rub it in or anything. I think I did all right. Hey, I rested on that last one. Brandis always has zero chance of failure. You should know that by now. 
because uh, he never tries anything else. In my heart, else. I knew it. He needs to push his These illithid will tell stories. As soon as they walked in, they were already shedding stories because the city members... Brandis, do you guys know about Brandis? The humans didn't know about Brandis because they didn't get to actually come on our adventure. But the illithid were like, he saved me from the flesh hole. He carried me for a day. He told me I was his first. And just like stories <laughs> like this will go through the city. He told the me I was his first. <laughs> <laughs> it may have been true as come far on, as Elephant's concerned. His legacy, legacy will live on through the Elephant. Man, All what right. a legacy, too, by the sound of it. What a legacy. His legacy and bloodline will live on through the Elephant. <laughs> uh, so. Immortal <laughs> Elephant, baby. <laughs> um, Named Steve. <laughs> Strongest. And so it takes some time to get them situated. But you've spent so much time and been so adept at already preparing them to adapt to this new lifestyle that when they get in, they are uh, they are quick to get settled and to work and to help. Their 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 primary goal when they get in is how can they help the city? They begin the the, the humans that were so kindly in their side of the city, like helping build stuff. They get to work immediately. You've almost never seen people with such a good work ethic as like <laughs> not a single person is sitting there catching their not a single illithid is sitting there catching their breath. They are all working. They are all uh, tilling the land. Is that a word? T- yes. Yeah, tilling. Yes. What do you do to dirt? You did well it. Done. T- you used a real word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they are tilling the land. They are doing everything they can uh, to help out. And this. Shows well to the to the people, even the people that were still a little bit on the fence as they look in and they see them. They're literally acting on the like fence. them, doing them, doing doing the, the them things, things that they you know they were doubtful. They were thinking, oh, like even there are some people being like, well, what? I don't care that they're illithids, but they're going to be freeloaders. You know, there are people that don't like any new immigrants. To they're going to take our jobs. I'm going to. These are things they say. This would actually be said in the city. So uh, they'll work for cheaper. We're not being that. racist. These are real These are world real. issues. We're basing no, it on ra- actual events. So, uh, <laughs> and so, so that uh, that happens. That does happen. <laughs> that thing that we just said. We yeah, we did it, guys. Brandis, you, um, happy to see the group. Hi. Yeah, this is the first time you guys have uh, have met in person in in a, in a day. Brandis, for one, is surprised. I did it at your guys' success. Because we just kind of led Illithids back. You guys pinched off a bubble and convinced a city. So, Brandis is impressed. Uh, Hugh uh, approaches Aurora. buzzing with buzzwords. And um, takes her in a hug and says, thank you very much. Hope. Progress. I mean, yes. Thank you for helping, too. Uh, It means a great deal to me. Uh, He approaches Ren and says, thank you. I know you were not... Eager on the idea. to do this, but you helped me anyway, and that means a great deal to me. I appreciate it. I know you didn't give two shits. He doesn't go in for the handshake, uh, the hug. I don't know. I don't know if they're on bro hugging terms, but he definitely mm-hmm. handshake. Maybe a hearty nod. I don't know. Ren, the height different makes hu- makes hugging a little awkward. Ren, you have to get on your knees. That's which is weird. Yeah, it's like Ren gives him buddy. a nod Come back here, and says, buddy. "You're very welcome." But in his head, he knows that now he's got Hugh in his pocket. I hate you! I hate you! I hate you! I hate you. It, it, there's like this voice. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. Oh, what did you say? I didn't say anything. Aurora missed out on that. Aurora was looking that way. Um. When she should have been looking that way. So we need to. 
deal with a few loose ends. Um, a loose? Not a loose. The uh, the angel. Aral is your uh, your biggest. Yes, standing. there is that. I'm sure Brandis would not let us forget that. Give him the pass and let's go. Well, do we have to deal with a Munatar? No, I don't know if he's physically capable of doing that himself. You do, remember? Yeah, he said we had to participate in that. I just want to go home. Because I don't think he is physically capable of doing that to his charge. Right, because of the... Him being an angel. What is that called, though? Now that you are each here... Forbidden magically from doing something. Alus asks... Gaius? Maybe. Alus asks... Ren. To speak to him. At some point Please during this conversation, who so says, Master well Red, I would have a word with you in private. How many... What? Private? Yeah, he pulls him aside. Words. You guys barely even notice, whatever. He wants to talk. Uh, okay. Barely even notice because her perception's not very high. Ren goes. Ren just keeps an eye on Ren. Where's... Where's Ren? I don't know. Loose says, Ren, I trust you. Uh-oh. Big First mistake. mistake. He says... In the time that you have been here, you have had a unique form of honesty when dealing with us. I know that you don't much care care about our fate, your companions do, and he says, and I respect your viewpoint. Were I in your position and had an entire world waiting for me and an entire world to save, he says, I would quite possibly put the needs of them ahead of the needs of anyone else I came across, especially in another world that when you return will be as but if a it never existed. But a memory. He says, it is why I'm asking you to tell me. Should I trust these illithids that we have allowed into our city? Uh, Ren, who was just kind of and he was basking in actually. He was, he was, he was very nonchalant, but kind of like, oh man, yeah, I know, no problem. When he says this though, Ren kind of, his face, kind of goes more stoic, and he looks at him and he says, he says, I have no reason to believe you shouldn't trust, or uh, that I have no reason to believe that. They mean you you any harm. However, only a fool would let down his guard uh, so quickly. He says, do you feel there's a reasonable chance that these enlightened ones are deceiving us all along? And that this is a trick? Ren said, I... Are you saying they could fool me? I don't think so. He says, Very well. Thank you. That being said, keep up your guard. He says, I appreciate Don't ask the them to babysit your children. Especially the at smart least, ones. At least not right now. However, again, I have no reason to believe that they are going to murder you in your sleep. Betray your trust? Hugh uh, Hugh who is our most perceptive of the group assures me that they are uh, of 
good intention. And I trust you. He says that is good to hear. You trust me? Good. And then he ends the meeting. Alright, what do you guys it's all do? It's called blame shifting. <laughs> That's a good one. You said they're okay. And I trust him, so it's his fault, really. That's exactly good. Um, Clever. Chris thinks they should have a well-deserved rest. Yarp. Before you speak to RL. It could break into combat. I mean, let's be honest. No, really? I, not really, no. Not I don't really. want to have to fight anybody. Just in general. Just in general. Again. I mean, I'm. Uh, I hate combat uh, mechanics. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> right, never. Maybe she does hate the mechanics of combat in in the Whoa, way. Let's do. In the way that oh it gosh, is. I in really, that you would need to harm I'm another really, being. This is meta, but I really, really hope the elephants are bad and they're going to attack everyone. Oh my god, you're everyone. so horrible. I really, really you're do. so horrible. I'm surprised that we didn't deny lose it? any to just a little bit of a fight. I really, really, just really hope that some. they are. You never know. You never know. It's not always easy. That they were getting... It, the whole totally thing was a Pazuzu easy. thing anyways. To get them in. And that's like how he's dropping the shield. Possible. That needs to be what happens now. You're a messed up individual right there. Stop, stop running all over I the place. I mean, we do know that Pazuzu is way stronger than us. True. So maybe the elephant and... The possibility of him being able to Naya, pull some kind of a deception? Naya could have been a puppet of but, Pazuzu. But we did insight checks on her and we didn't get anything. Yeah, but like Pazuzu is infinitely stronger than we are in this world. So he has the universe at his beck so and call. I guess. It, it everything feels like should be questioned. Hmm. <gasps> we are paranoid. Maybe not paranoid Maybe enough. you're Pazuzu. Maybe well, we're all Pazuzu. Have you Pazuzu. even checked yourself for that Pazuzu? That would be too obvious. Maybe, maybe we're just figments of Pazuzu's imagina- imagination, so which doesn't completely agree with the rest of himself, and so it's sort of like become animated, and we're oh sort of God. like I almost battling to with ourselves. I almost retcon that and play it out differently, but I'm not going to. I'm okay. going to stick with what I said. <laughs> okay. You cannot retcon that whole... <laughs> oh, wait, no, wait, the last exchange? The last yeah. exchange, oh, okay. Wait. Okay, <laughs> Everything we've done so far. The session so far tonight. I'm like, no. no, no. <laughs> that last exchange about the... I kill all the elephants. But that's okay. Okay, what do you want to record differently? I murder everyone. Okay, we're going to stick with it. I'm surprised. Uh, his, uh, Ren's response actually very much surprised me. We're going to... Passing the blame makes sense to me. I mean... We're going to stick with it. Ren's might do that too. I'm regretting it a little bit right now, but we're going to stick... That's what I said. Just throw up in your mouth a little, and then... Throw up in your mouth a little, like After the break, do. I want to know how you wanted to play it. Kill someone later. All right, so... We take a rest. We take a rest. Sleep for the evening. Yes. Short rest, or extended rest. Mm, short rest. Short oh, rest. I'm out of healing surges. Which... Can I borrow a healing surge? We Absolutely, we can. Did we, we had just hit a milestone, Please give me a healing surge. This will be a second milestone. Oh, we were already at second you're milestone. This is your third milestone. <laughs> Dan gets surges back. Who surges? Can I have? You get surges back if you hit more milestones. I'm for you. Oh my god. Somebody? Anyone? Uh, Let's do that changey, changey ritual. Um, I don't I have any surges. I have... A liar! What makes oh, you lie? Damn. I'm at I 7 a, out of 10. I get a D4 every uh, extended rest. Uh, not extended rest. I get a D4 every muscle and I one. So I've got six surges left. I'll just take... I have three. But I need to heal, Can so... I? No, I have... Just give me one. I just yeah, need yeah, one three. to not die. Okay. Yeah, I'm not dead. Boom. Thanks, you're sweet. All right. Um, so that's going to be... Shit. One healing surge. I am back on the board, guys. Three to fill up. 
Oh my god. Looks like it. Well, no, we got um. Okay, I've got healing four. stone. Oh, I can't, I can't cover the distance of, of, of one surge with that bonus. I've got four. Well, you can get maybe get it in two instead of three. One of my surges is fifty-three hit points. So nice. And, and then I'm you get five sixty-six. Wait, what's your what's your what's your hit like points at now? Sixty-six. Two hundred thirteen. God. Ooh. I'm almost at two hundred. I'm one shy. I'm one, one shy. It's amazing. Once you break two hundred. You can actually see what Greg's doing on your character sheet. Because you are that guy. So, yeah, you just kind of like all of a sudden. What are your hit points? One sixty-five. Yeah, I'm one sixty-four, bastard. Anyway, yes. So, really? Yeah. How did that happen? Because I he have... never gets hit. That's why. That's yeah, why. How much bonus do we get? I'm 66? A we get sixty-six with a bonus because of the thing. All right, let's keep going. Is Come that keep no, no, going. like basically? Story. Do I get a save a surge from this? That sounded like too much. No, no, it's 66. 66. 66, okay, I will roll that. Like, six? Isn't okay, the 10th so column and six in the one column? Or six, six no. dice? Six, six dice. Okay, it's really hard to hear that. I have difference. four surges left. No matter how many times you say 66, 66, no, it's 66. 66. 66, it still sounds the same every time you say it. Wow, I rolled shitty. Whatever. When? When? Where are my hit points? No, when? Yeah. What? 145. Eh. Oh, I Rough. think you get the. We leveled up, so. It's a subtle difference. I'll take the free five. Okay. Yay. Wait, what? From leveling up. I gained five hit points in leveling up, <coughs> so I'll yeah. take my free five. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's uh, let's move on from the short rest on the milestone. Morning time. Um. So it's we need morning. to. As you awaken in the morning. It's dark, isn't it? It is dark. Okay. It is as if it was the middle of the night, as this is the land of the wandering sun, and as and uh, as a Munitor is crazy, so is the sun wandering through the sky at random. Munitor is not going to be a problem for long. Well, I don't know how that'll work. After he's gone, will the sun be destroyed, or maybe no more sun? Ice planet. Darkness yes, the sun will explode, and the planet will be obliterated. <laughs> we really should have jokes done, on you. Should have done a knowledge check on that. <laughs> Alright, so what are you guys doing? Leave this uh, go talk to RL. Let's get him installed as chief city chief deity Barry. or something. Chief city deity. And uh, go eat his, you know, crazy old man. And put him in a box with electrodes box strapped box. to his balls and power this baby up. The only You're not way. really an arcana it's kind of guy. It's the only way. <laughs> no, not at all. It's the only way. I mean, even Aurora knows that's ridiculous, and she has a 15. So. It's the only I way. also have a 15. Oh, all man. Can do. At least Aurora thinks that we put him in a giant hamster wheel forever. Hugh essentially assumes that all the things that he thinks he knows are probably incorrect. Aurora does not. <laughs> but she thinks less horrible things. You find Aurel in the spare meeting room where you last left him. Has he moved? Has he moved? <laughs> Only he is now staring into the roaring fireplace with a more somber expression. He doesn't acknowledge your presence as you enter the room, instead fixating on the flames dancing in the hearth. I gather you've done what you set out to do. Yes. And then some. His you may have heard. Curl into a grimace. He turns from the fire in one brisk movement, his wings giving off a heat all their own. Flame wings. Then let us be done with it, he says, sharp. 
what's getting his goat? He's killing his god. Well, he wasn't that ornery earlier. Your public support will be enough to begin the process, he says, ignoring Aurora's concerns. Madoc will set his men to rework the old temple to my needs, and you, he gestures out the window towards the shield tower, you will have what you need to ensure the shield is permanently restored. I am curious. In your new position as, I guess, patron deity, what tenets do you espouse? Fire, mostly. I mean, most gods have some sort of uh, ideals that they seek to follow or that they champion. What will yours be or are? As he sort of flexes his shoulders and his his wings of fire. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, you call it a fire brighter. Flare? Illumination. Flare up. He says, I feel that it is only fitting... That I, uh, that I represent the aspects of fire. He says, and with it, he says, fire and light. New life. He says, and new life. He says, for that is what... Phoenix style. The city here represents rebirth. The rebirth of humanity. The rebirth of sentience. He says, we will take this world back yet. He says, with these tenets under my wings. He feels okay about that. Not like we have much of a choice, even if he said something we didn't like. Well, if he was like, you know... Death and destruction. Deity of, like, baby eating. And he'll offer a baby to me each month, and I will eat it. He might still say that. Boils. Boils. Locusts. Pornography. Um, The champion god of pornography. (laughs) What are you most popular you stand for? (laughs) Gay marriage. Ooh. We already forced a bunch of (laughs) people on this city. Alright. Um, Let's respond to this. So he says this. Hugh seems okay with his answer. And um, he says, so. Let's do it then. Begin. Uh, We need to go to the shield tower, I assume. You did gesture in that direction. He nods. To the shield tower, then. He says, lead the way. I know where it is. Aurora says it like, yeah, of course. Her natural sense of direction leads leads the group there. In record time, because the crowd parts like the sea. Ren understands what's supposedly going to happen here, but he still is, I mean... Specifics? Not so clear? No, 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 no. He just, he's, he is suspicious. It's a good idea. Because... Liars always think other people are lying to them. Makes sense. Oh, the guy just showed up and he's going to fix all their problems and it's going Insight-wise, is he getting anything off of him? Need a roll? No? And... Red. I just... Before, I mean, you very much tried to... Same impression. Yeah. Red is just... He's cautious. But I think Brett is with you on that. I mean, he, he he was a lot more like, oh, I'm going to help out your city when he first got here, and now he's like, let us be done with it. And it's like, well, uh, why, why are you in a bad mood, man? Hugh, Q, Q perfectly empathizes with it being having been in a similar situation Not moments a day before. ago, or a week ago, or yeah. something. A little while ago, for sure. I'm yes. definitely with Ren on 
being suspicious of this guy. Aurora has trouble being suspicious of. He's about to go and aid in She's slaughtering cool. someone whom he Doesn't probably know. loves and respects, but for the purposes of survival and continuing to be alive, he's going to have to sacrifice. Maybe. And if he doesn't have the stomach for it, he might have to turn on us for asking him to do so. <laughs> I've got my one healing That's surge. Why Thanks, Brandis. I'm good. I'm good, guys. No, don't. Don't offer. Surge, you're good. You're good. You're good. I've got one. That's all I need. All right. Enough for you guys are leading him to the shield tower? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know where that is. Aurora <clears throat> leads the way. Collecting Brandis on the way as he destroys another carrot cart. It requires you to be at the top of the shield tower at the generator. At the artifact itself that is generating the shield. And now generating even a little more than it used to. Yeah. Because it has to. Because there's more shield. Alright then. Aura says in a commanding yet stoic tone. Make with the Munitor. Make with the Munitor. Aurel. That's more of a dramatic flail. (laughs) Slow motion. Aurel draws his sword, which bursts into a bright white flame. With a flick of his wrist, he brings the sword down swiftly in a straight line, cutting a thin line of divine energy into the fabric of this dimension. The tear widens and Aurel steps back to reveal a small doorway leading into a featureless white room. A frail old man sits huddled in a corner, blinking and squinting at the sudden influx of light. Oh my god, he kept him in a closet. When a minotaur sees Aurel's face, he smiles broadly. Are we going home, Aurel? I want to go home. I'm lonely in the dark. Aurel spins on his heel and begins to walk out of the room when the old god grabs his sleeve with a startled cry. The angel yanks his arm away and the minotaur shrinks back as though burned. I'm scared! Don't leave me alone! Aurel shoots you a venomous look. Get on with it! Aurel slams the door with an angry huff as he steps out. Why is he so cranky about this? It was his idea. He's killing his grandpa. Well, yeah, but it was his he idea. He doesn't really like the idea. Of, he, it's necessary. He doesn't like it, though. But it was... His idea? I understand. Okay. You can think something is necessary uh, without having to like Aurel! it. Hugh, the Minotaur grabs out almost randomly. Hugh steps forward um, Are we towards the old man, and... A Minotaur's eyes brighten suddenly looks at Hugh and he smiles Avandra, I missed you too but why do you look so sad? Here I know what will cheer you up suddenly the room is bathed in a warm glow as outside the sun lurches up on the horizon. For just a moment the dreary sky is streaked with pink, gold, purple and orange a minotaur walks slowly to the window transfixed by the sight He seems oddly content as the sun begins to sink below the horizon once more. It's beautiful, isn't it? It is. Come this way. It says, beautiful. And he just stands there, almost like touching the window and just, or I guess just an open 
mm. window frame, and he just kind of reaches out and says, Beautiful. What's the most sunset. merciful way we can do this? How, I mean, we're not... Well, are we killing him exactly? Are we, are we, like, killing I mean... I mean... Yeah, Ren, what's I the mechanism in this? I think siphoning him into the thing. I just want to make that at least... Yeah, is that... Faster I don't, than this. I don't want to, like, kill him and then have Oral come and be like, What did you do? Why did you kill him? I think it's pretty obvious. I said to, to just do it. Didn't you understand? I meant to give him the, the bracelet that... Um, so is that our understanding that he needs to be... His energy needs to be released from his mortal coil. form, and then that energy will be absorbed into. Yeah, it has to be concentrated into the into the gotcha. artifact itself. Gotcha. Keep okay. Hugh. I'm ready. Walks I'm him up uh, to the artifact. Um, looks at Ren, and uh, <laughs> Ren just because Ren knows all the, the mechanics of actually making no, sure the juice gets into the fucking mechanic. He's like the he's the time. technician. And Ren, in straight-up Ren fashion, just looks at you guys and shakes his head, walks right up to a Munator, spins his little- pushes him up against the artifact, <laughs> and takes out the rod and puts it up to his head, and Blizzard pulls the trigger <laughs> as... Uh, you want me to describe this, or are you going to take oh, it? You go ahead and describe it. You got this. As, as Ren holds him there, because, I mean... Ren's way smaller than he is. He kind of, but he's all, but Amunatar's also really frail and like huddled over. So Ren kind of props him up there and looks back to make sure everyone's okay with this. And goes, "What is everyone? What's the look that everyone gives back to Ren as he's holding this old man, this god, shoving his face against the artifact, holding his weapon against the back of his head? Disapproval. Ren is, is also giving a look of disapproval. Not a don't do it, but a." Have some respect for the ancient crazy god that we're just trying to. Last gift he gave us was a sunset. Gain the energy of so we can protect the last bastion of humanity. Hugh just says, "Make it clean." And with that, a what about Aurora? I said she was. She's giving kind of one of those matronly sort of "I'm disapproving of you" faces. But it's also... It's Hayson's bl- look is completely neutral. It's blended. He's just looking at Ren like he knows that Ren is doing what has to be done. And as Ren looks back and sees, and sees all of his party members with this disgusted look on it, their faces... Oh, Hugh does not have a disgusted look on his face. With he all just of knows these, it has to be done. It's not thrilled, but... He just yeah. sits there and... He turns his head back and looks and... Press his weight! He says... Don't give us that look if you can't do it right. And he goes up, and are you releasing him, or are you holding out the old man? Ren is getting in your way. Ren has already Ren pulled the trigger. So as Brandis steps forward, you're saying as Brandis steps forward, says wait. So I Ren said wait, it. and you after the fact pull the trigger. No, no, no. Brandis says wait before as, he's done the deed, and Ren just does it anyways. Perfect. One more piece. Ren does it anyways, <laughs> and as he does you. so, you hear him mutter under her. Under, eh, maybe Do you I? don't hear him. He Do just I? mutters under his breath. He goes. He, he just thinks. He says. He, he mutters and he says, "Hypocrites!" And he, and you see like a blast of red energy from the end of the rod as it passes through 
Amunatar, and as it goes right through him, what appears on the other side is that same beam, but like a hundred times brighter. So bright, in fact, that everyone, including Hugh, has to turn and kind of shade their eyes a little bit. I can't and stop that doesn't my do any- sockets! Hugh, Hugh does it reflexively, it doesn't do anything, though. For it, as far as shading not, his eyes. But it's not even so much... Explain what, it, what happens, and then they can explain. And... Okay. And... You control them. And it, uh... You do control Brandis a little bit, though. Yeah. And this beam then hits the artifact, and you just see it in, envelop. The entire artifact is now glowing red, as if it is... As, as if it has just been pulled from the forge. And it is... It is hot, and this entire room, just the energy in it, everyone's, the, the hair on Ren's arms begins to stand up. Um, and as quickly as this, as it started, it just stops. The beam stops coming from the Crimson Stone Rod, and Ren steps away as a Munitor just falls on the ground. In a thump. An empty hump. And steps back and turns around and looks at the rest of you. Looks at Brandis last and says, It's done. And as he says this, you see a moon toward the body fade away into nothing. As the godly bodies are not flesh and blood like your own. But something more. And you see as it fades away, just the slightest bit of energy pours in continuing this siphon into the artifact. It will take some time for the artifact to adjust to this new power source, but as this happens, you see out in the horizon the the light shining in, the beautiful sunset dims darkly, and you can see the sun half hidden from the horizon out the window there turns to a deep blood red, and you can see it moving just ever so slightly up as the sun is rising. Did question one? Did Ren enjoy that? And question two: Did we? Could we tell if he enjoyed it? Ren didn't enjoy it, nor did he dislike it. It was just business, and he wants to get out it's of like here. Cutting did up Ren a steak. Truly not enjoy that. Ren is just like that. Is not like cutting up a steak. This is cutting up a steak. Oh man, I gotta cut up a steak. This was. Ren, don't hypocrites. No. <laughs> There's a difference there. No, no. That's not cutting up a Don't steak. Don't cut that steak. <laughs> Don't cut that steak. No, no. You know what it's like? <laughs> it's like this. It's like when you need to go somewhere, but you can't go until... Everyone's got their shoes on? Okay. Until your kids have cleaned like. up their toys. And you're like, pick your toys up. Let's go. I want to go. Pick your toys okay. up. I want to go. I want. And they're like, I know. I got to pick my toys up. I know. And finally, you're just like, fuck. And you take the toys and put it back. And you grab them and you're like, we're leaving now. Let's okay. go. Okay. That's, I can understand that analogy. It's not like he was going like, oh my gosh, I just, I just iced yeah. that guy. But it's like, oh man. look, Let's just let, can we go now? I clearly did not wait long enough for this pie to cool. It is now just a molten pile of fruit. Is it pie pudding? Did you make pie pudding? It, it's, it's pie pudding right now. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I should not have cut that. Impatience. My favorite two things. It's been like half an hour. Greg, what are the, the how long is it? It should say on the instructions. Is letting a pie cool, cool on the apple sill. You never see people eating a pie. 
Oh, it's just it's soup. It's forever just out of reach. Delicious red. It's symbolic. What's, it, what's what kind of pie? Is it? Pie. Blackberry. Pie uh, flavored boysenberry. It's just so it is. It'd be really good to put it over ice cream right now. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Guys, oh, let's wrap this wow. up. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna tour is dead. The city is saved. Yay! <laughs> You're all level thirty. No. No. Just friends level thirty. Just, <laughs> just, just friends. <laughs> you could have chosen to absorb the power rather than pour it into the crystal. Is it really a choice when Brandis is involved, though? I you made all these so. choices long ago. You are merely right. reliving one of his lives. Sometimes it feels that way. Not necessarily that bad. Might be the first time Brandis has ever grabbed the reins from the group. Mm-hmm. I guess Hugh didn't have that much time to think about that one. It's probably a good thing. <laughs> he didn't realize quite what all be involved. He thought like he 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 literally thought we were gonna keep a Munatar alive and like stick him in a box. <laughs> stick him in a box. <laughs> you already was like, a box. I know, but like now in like a, a box, smaller box in like the generator thing or something. We put him out of his misery. I didn't know he was gonna be dead, but that's, that's okay. That. When you lie awake at night, or when we go back to our world and stare at the setting sun. All right. So we're looking. What are you guys doing next? Meet up with Frida, make sure the ritual's good to go, and GTFO. Yeah, when Ren gets done and walks past and he slumps, and Ren says, it's done, he kind of just makes for the door and he says, we're out of here. Okay. As soon as you open the door, Aurel standing on the side. (laughs) He says, is it done? Yep. It is done. Shield is powered. You have the, the people on your side now. You he now says, have a city to be a patron god of. Hope it was worth it. He says, then I will get to work. His mood is drastic. I wish you the best of luck. And he starts walking down the stairs without you. He knows that uh, he's done with us. Your paths are separate now. Brandis, as he walks, well, let's see. Okay, as he's walking away, whatever. Brandis gets to talk <clears throat> and says, take good care of this city. Or else. Or I'll be back. And have to... And I'll be back. Bluff check. <laughs> no, no bluff he check. believes it. Brandis definitely... Brandis probably we, we is still around somewhere. We have the power to go back to our world. What would stop Brandis from coming back here in 10,000 years? Make sure that our... I mean, I would normally say the fabric of reality, but Brandis doesn't care about that. Reality. We're not getting rid of this world. That's... That's never been an idea. Not that Brandis is heard. No, that was... Hugh's along the same sort of pressure. His original thing was like, this place wasn't even really real. But that's changed. Now it's just a place that exists but is rather difficult to get to to and from our world from, essentially. We've gained more power It's more like another plane. It's true. The power that we go back to fight Pazuzu with is is mostly from this world. Yeah. So Pazuzu's plan kind of backfired. It's working pretty good so far. Yeah. Well, if we get back and we're super duper powerful, I'd say there will be a point at which it could possibly backfire. At the current time, he's done a lot. Everything is going according to plan. They're not here. Hooray! Uh, yeah. 
In fact, he may even get amusement by by possibly screwing up the other his plants. <laughs> that would be cool. Good point. Screwing other his. He's like, ah, <laughs> yes, other Pazuzu's. <laughs> not Sucks for well you. Past Pazuzu was a dick. Brannis would never assume that anything going on in this world is not according to plan of this world. The other Pazuzu. world. Yeah. I mean, everything has. Yeah. In this in this world's Pazuzu. Everything has gone according to plan for him. That's why he's ultra, ultra powerful. Yeah, he's super. He's like he's the super us. Dude. Of yes, although we're not evil, we're not evil. Well, this party, most of us aren't average. Evil. It's not really an average; it's just a minimum. If you've got three cops and one child molester, you're not really a good group right. of people. Hey, you are. No. You are. This process has taken. Child molester. <laughs> this process has taken so much of a day. Child molester. No, not at all. This process has taken most of the day. As you get down to the bottom of the uh, the tower, you see that Arel has stepped out of the tower to greet He's the people of the city. They were already there, gathered up. They had clearly caught wind of what was going on. And you hear him saying that he is their savior, that the shield will last and that the five-year uh, expiration of the shield is no more, and that the shield will be everlasting forevermore, so long as he is, worshipped. is there to protect them. Ugh. And then he begins talking about uh, talk, talking about the new dawn. rebirth, <laughs> the new dawn. He says, you know, and... Uh, and Ignore that sun forward. that is now dark and <coughs> ominous over there. That's a good thing. That's, a, that's healthy. That's healthy. It's healthy blood. If anything, the, the, the new change of the sun represents that new dawn as the sun is, comes up and shines in its deep blood red with an ominous light. He even uses yeah. that to say it is a new day, it is our first day. Your eyes will adjust to the dimness. Calendars will be marked from he this He says, day. this will be the first day of Arel. He says, the calendar makers should get to work. Or just doesn't makes a point not to look at this because she's not gonna be able to stop a massive eye roll. Yeah, Hugh is. I'm just gonna go over dubious here. about religious claims, just but this way. Uh, it seems to be for the best. You know, lots of religions start. This uh, way. I'd like you to go around the table and describe your uh, last my perfect Sunday night in the city as Frida <laughs> is preparing what she needs to, uh, to execute the ritual. Aurora spends the time with the Maddox family, the, cer- the current Maddox family, and the past Maddox family, in that she holds one final vigil at the uh, Maddox family tomb and invites Alouse and Karis along. Kind of as a way of saying goodbye to the whole family and honor the past and the present and hopefully the future of this group of people. So that it's more of a solemn, kind of quiet event there uh, not that you're not invited but she doesn't really go hey guys come on out it'll be really fun it's more of a you know solemn thing kind of a familial bonding sort of goodbye thing but uh yeah that that takes up most of the most of the night hmm. retconning you guys don't know that Ren ditched the amulet, and in fact, 
Well, of course we don't. We don't know. know. No, oh, yeah. we don't so know. You guys don't know. No, I, Sam, know. knows. Okay. Sam knows. Sam knows. Okay, retcon. Oh, that's Dan right. does not know. You guys. Don't, <laughs> that's right. You guys don't even know that there is an amulet. Right. Yeah. So Ren. Ren. Uh, Give me more wine. I'll make it happen. Ren walks out to the. Uh, he doesn't go outside. Because he doesn't want to start that up again, but he walks. Ugh. He walks to the. Uh, he walks to the the barrier, and giggles, and he stares out because it, I mean it's just a shimmering thing. You can okay. see past it. Sure. And he stands there, and he knows that not more than twenty feet away, buried in the sand is this amulet that Pazuzu gave him. And he stands there and he stares at it through the wall, trying to decide if he's going to go fetch it or not. And as he stands there for a long time, he uh, he ultimately decides that, you know what? I don't think I need this amulet. I'm enough of a badass that I don't think I need this thing. And he turns around and walks back to his room, closes the door, and as he's walking into his room, he yells out and says, Tell me when we're ready to go, Frida. He closes the door. Yeah, you guys don't actually know that. Anyway. That was just behind the scenes craziness. <clears throat> You. We know what you. Huh. <laughs> I consider that option. That's maybe. With an illithid. Oh, God, no, with an illithid. You've only got one chance. <laughs> the they world's they oldest <laughs> possession. <laughs> profession. You've only There's got already one chance. That, that one I drew. No. Well, I guess uh, Q. Right, this is the illithids. And, um. Just the tips. Visits. Oh, what was the guy's name? <laughs> Not Alex, the other one. Gary. Gary Not Gary. Oh, the, the illithid named one. Thalia. Yeah. Thalia. Um, no, it's... And, um... Just talks to him briefly. Tells him that they're leaving. Wishes him best of luck. Um, that's kind of how that goes. Um... Thaliath is kind of oozing, you know, appreciative and all this kind of stuff. But Hugh, still, at the very end of it, it's kind of like, you know, you murdered someone's parents and then, like, and made sure that they made, they got they into a good home afterwards. It's like, okay, the there you go. I kind of felt bad about that. But <laughs> Do it doesn't really that? solve the fact that he Hugh still kind of feels a little bad about killing Evandra. But he's, at the same time, he, he doesn't, his, his mind has not changed on the opinion that it was necessary and that it was the best idea at the time. Um, yeah. And then he... Uh, Nobody likes doing stuff like that. Well, some people do. Nobody. Some people do. Yeah. Nobody. Uh, Not in mind. He gets a drink and... It's all rainbows and sunshine in there. What sits out... Pondering upon, you know, the universe and mysteries, sort of being all lonery and stuff for a little while before realizing that, you know, tomorrow's going to be a busy day and we could be jumping back right into the fire and he's going to need some sleep. So he heads back to the room and uh, goes to bed. To sleep. (laughs) 
keep waiting for it to go into. Papa was a Rolling Stone, by the way. That baseline does sound like that. It's like the ultimate tease. Every couple seconds, does it? It was the first of September. Does the Matic line does Alus and Karis? Do they they know that Aurora is the mother of? Yeah, she's the she spilled the, the beans hardcore on that one. And do they know that the person was called Matic? Named is after also named Brandis. No, that was not. That didn't come up. The origin of her pseudonym was less important in the conversation than all the other things that was way more interested Indeed. in talking about. So no, she didn't discuss it, but Brandis. I'm sure it came up. I'm sure you were probably asked. Tell us more about Sylvie, Brandis. Karis is the son, right? Yeah. Brandis goes back to Karis. Alright. Karis doesn't like Ren. Like Ren? Have you never call? explored that? You never did. Have All of a sudden, you didn't like you anymore. After a few, sort of like, listen, I'm going out. Deal with it. Listen, I'm coming <laughs> back in. Deal with <laughs> it. Listen, I'm going back out again. Deal with <laughs> it. And the guy's like, I don't like you. And it's like, why is this guy like me? <laughs> why is he giving me that look? Wow, you really he needs to deal with <laughs> <laughs> ah, I love it. Brandon's goes back to Karis. He tells him, not going to do the whole thing, but tells him that Seldy, that Aurora's child, that the Matic that they know is the child of uh, Aurora and Clethen. Makes that clear that she did not take the name of her father. Um, but the name she took was based on a legend of a man named Matic. And Brenna says, I am Matic. And he says, and, his, and that name has lasted. That name has, uh, that nomadic line has become famous and uh, important to this city. And pass on the truth, because I will come back. And, and you should expect me. I'll, I'll take it And your descendants should expect me. Brand is out. <laughs> Drops the mic. Drops the mic. He just passes that on. So he wants... <coughs> Whenever. This is like uh, okay. so. As, as long as there are humans here, there will be Maddox. He wants his legacy <laughs> to be remembered. He really just wants people to, to know the name of Brandis. Please don't forget me. This is a universe where every living human knows Brandis's name. <laughs> <laughs> and as the city multiplies and gets stronger and larger, if they should ever somehow repopulate this world. We'd come back. Everyone would know his name. It would be like a giant episode of Cheers. Inside your room of the city? No. Frida hauls out a heavy tome containing a multitude of loose leaves of paper and vellum. She flings it down on the table with a huff. Don't get excited. These are just my notes. She holds up a single long sheet of bone-white calfskin etched with luminous gold runes. It's surprisingly simple and elegant looking compared to the mess of papers beside her. She smiles knowingly. She looks to each of you as if expecting praise and adoration. Aurora nods appreciatively. That's fancy. Wow! Thank you for figuring out how to get us home, Frida. 
Brandis scowls a little bit at Brandis. Brandis says, I can't believe... He didn't say what. He says, I, I can't believe you did it. I can't believe it's not butter. I mean... She looks... As everyone is saying this, she looks to Ren with almost <gasps> more hopeful eyes. All of you shut up. Did you ever say? Eh. You forgot to... <laughs> Ren Ren says Can I look at the Can I look at the vellum? She says, she says yes Yes of course You should You should definitely check You should check everything You should check the, the Check numbers. me And he says I just want to marvel at the uh, Efficiency of it all And takes it <laughs> Looks And Hands it back Something to her And he says You mean the uh, The castle <laughs> Yeah the, yeah. He hands it back to her and says, Very well done. She blushes beet red. And she says, It only requires one caster. But you'll have to all funnel your power through the focus, that's the caster, in order to jumpstart the spell. It should be fairly simple from that point, if my calculations are correct. Suddenly, you hear Stoyla's voice, coming from RA5. This unit has calculated only a 0.0078% chance of bodily combustion occurring during this ritual. Nobody oh. asked you, Frida says dryly. That seems low. That's very low. She says it's extremely low. That's good. That's very good. <laughs> You're going to roll dice for that chance. <laughs> Can it be in the <laughs> We have to, in fact, roll 10,000 times and see if we ever roll a 1. <laughs> That's actually probably doing doable. You just roll some d10s. You, you roll four tens. Yeah. If you get four one hundreds and then a seven or higher, then that's cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there um, it goes. I'm safe. <clears throat> Are you ready? Yep. Is this the next morning? Did we sleep, or is she just like, we're doing this now? Guys, it's like 4 a.m., but I really need to show you this. <laughs> we're it's doing it now. Late at night, and uh, is when you guys, when the last of you have come Are we back. steal away into the night? She said that she was ready. She was preparing all her stuff, and basically she just went, I think it's appropriate that we leave in the night. Yep, I think it's fair. So, we yep. need one caster. Does that mean it falls on me? You uh, are the only It would probably not left. be me. And it probably would not be Brandis. Right, we should really depend Ren, uh, on Among the four of us. The spell yeah, when you did that teleport does, thing, Pinter got left behind. Guys, and Ren actually, as they're saying this, starts to laugh. And he goes, you got you haven't learned anything, have you? I th- Every single time we do this, I try to convey, you can all read this. It's one of those one-time deals. You can read this. Hugh, if you wanted to, you could be the one. Do it. Do you Frida want to be the one? It's a, because this one's so important. Maybe the most talented <laughs> and handsome spellcaster of us all, the handsomest of all of us. It. She says, "So definitely." Ren actually then <laughs> takes the vellum oh, back okay. or this this the, the hide back and says, "Okay, Frida." <laughs> Just because I said any of them could do it, do you think I'd really let any of them do it? She says, Please. oh, you're such a jokester, Ren. Please. <laughs> and at that, Ren just turns around and says, you guys ready? Yep. Yep. Frida just smiles as if she's very excited and says, hold on to your butts. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm going to tuck into a ball rocket through. Begin the ritual. Ren takes the vellum. Or the... It's vellum. Yeah, we'll call it vellum. Takes the vellum and um, actually lays it on the floor at his feet as he looks down at it. And holding the crimson stone rod. I mean, it's a rod, but it He's a gnome, so the thing's like a staff to him. He puts it down and holds it with two hands as he begins to read the inscriptions that are written on it. As he starts to read it, the words themselves begin to glow, getting brighter and brighter the further along he starts, the, the, the further along he, he reads. And suddenly, Ren starts to glow with a... I mean, you've seen his hands glow white when when fighting, but you see his whole body start to glow white um, as the illumination from the 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 vellum begins to spread uh, and, and and pass over his entire body. Um, but at a certain point, it peaks and it doesn't get any brighter or anything like that. And it's at that point that he kind of looks up at everybody else. How do each of you pour the unbelievable amount of godly energy stored in each of you into this ritual? Hmm. Through red. Uh, Aurora's energy manifests very brightly. Uh, her kind of golden sort of light wings just burst out from behind her. You know, they were gone before, but now they've, they've re-emerged and her eyes just glow completely that golden brilliance that was um, Avandra's. And she just holds out her hand and her fingertips just barely touch um, Ren's shoulder, making just the barest contact. And as it does so, that light that was enveloping Ren flows over her. And as that process kind of feeds in on itself, you can see the energy cycling between the two of them and then kind of pooling into Ren as her body is almost completely engulfed in this white light. Brandis flexes and focuses all his power and takes a huge deep breath and then opens his mouth and just kind of pure light energy flows out into the center of all the pool of energy. The roiling maelstrom of ultimate power. Uh, Hugh steps forward, puts his hand on Ren's shoulder and uh, there's kind of a brief delay as he kind of struggles to sort of uh, concentrate and sort of look inward to draw forth his power, uh, but it is not long before um, sort of tendrils sort of start to sort of peep out of his body kind of like plants springing out of the dirt of just energy and sort of light, which all sort of start to swirl around, focusing around his arm, uh, twisting and twisting until it just, like, blasts into Ren's shoulders. He's just sort of hanging on, gripping it. All of it being funneled down into him. Multicolored. Some some green, some black, some white, gray. All sort of reminiscent of the different forces that are making up the juice powering Hugh these days. Yeah. Every time one of you guys touches Ren or throws up on Ren or (laughs) uh, anything, you see 
he, as he's standing there, I mean, like, you can see all of the veins in his arms, and, you know, he's got, like, you can see the, the his neck, and, the, and, and, and his scar is just, like, bulging, and, and every time someone touches him, you can see he just oh, flexes a little bit more, and then eases up a little bit as, you he know, just- it's, it's, it's... Yeah, as the as the power flows through him, and 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 he has to adjust. As it's almost like the the, the conduit that he was acting as has to increase um, in bandwidth, and he um, the bandwidth and he's being um, stretched. But towards the very end, after uh, everyone is all standing there, this light enveloping everyone, Ren looks up. With just this, I mean, it's he has a very focused look, but he has this smile as well. This is more power than he has ever felt, ever, and um, it feels good. As Ren is basking in this, how does Hasten? Oh, Hasten! So I want to give Hasten a go. He's so good at it that you don't even notice he does. Hasten, you don't actually see. Hasten's contribution uh, figure there at all. As soon as the ritual begins and you all start pouring your energy in, he disappears and it's just the entire light in the room dims and you realize that the shadow all around you has just enveloped you completely as Hasten has uh, has expanded his entire uh, being, his entire uh, everything that he is into a, just a huge black shadow over all of you, and he is pulling in all of the light that is uh, in this room and through the windows and the sun from outside. He is just kind of sucking it in as all the light is pouring in as for he who wields shadow actually wields wield the, light. the light and pours uh, pours it in just like a river of, of light. light into this ritual. And it's then, when you catch the faintest glimmer of gold thread in your peripheral vision, fluttering in a breeze you cannot feel, slowly they twine together, and you feel a searing heat bloom in your chest, a sharp pressure tugging at your soul, a tugging that you have not felt in many, many months. The city and the rest of your surroundings begin to fade as the world is slowly engulfed in a brilliant, blinding light, and you tumble into the white fog. The world around you twists and spirals into a tunnel of whirling, uh, tempestuous light. You catch glimpses of time itself as you rocket through the arcane whirlpool and manage to make out just the barest hints of this world's future. The city stands beaming with new light, and now it is clear how dim the shield had actually become. The citizens line the top of the surrounding wall, uh, waving and cheering. You've given them more than a shield. You've given them hope. Long after you've gone, this day will live on as their most celebrated event, second only to their founding. The many of the next generation children are named in your honor. Even the Maddock family line takes on a quorum name or two. 
Deus's elegant temple is remade to RL's exacting specifications, and the angel takes on the mantle of patron god with great eagerness. The presence of a living god among the people causes quite a stir and more than a few conflicts, but Maddox's calm and wise leadership seems to strike a perfect balance to RL's ego and enthusiasm for the foreseeable future. The Illithid immigration is not without its challenges and trials, but thanks to your work and the tireless efforts of the Maddox family, the tension in the city is expertly managed. It will be years before the two groups manage to work side by side with ease, but eventually, with the Illithids' unique knowledge of the Elder Dark, the citizens of the city are able to develop their first true offensive weapons against Pazuzu's minions. And we'll continue next week. <laughs>